So, Blake, are you telling me that not even Batman is safe from Batman? Batman is not safe from Batman. I think Batman knows how to take down Batman and has made contingencies for He definitely does. Through. You know, we know that Batman has contingencies to take out every member of the, the JLA, but to ta- for a file to take out himself, yeah, this is, this is next level. I, I think he would. I mean, because think about it. There was actually, I didn't read it, but there was this whole story arc uh, in DC recently called, like, Heavy Metal or Metal or something like that. Oh, yeah. And there's actually, they call it the Batman Who Laughs, and he's, like, yeah. a total sadistic Joker type character from another dimension. Yeah, I know so, that storyline, yeah. Yeah, there's also a one where Batman does, he takes out Owl Man. Uh, the court of owls yeah well well also the justice society or whatever the alternate dimension remember the like evil version of the justice league the bizarro league (laughs) well they i can't remember what they're called but they have they have different names it's like bizarro like stuff like that but at any rate batman has taken down several versions of batman what if in the next arkham game you go on this long hunt for the villain and it's you and the final fight is you having to punch yourself in the face but also counter what if into the batman verse <gasps> into the batman i would watch yeah. that That's i would all totally I watch say. that i would watch that. i finally saw that movie yeah i saw it just like six months ago it's great i saw it like two weeks ago it's great yeah holy crap yeah what a great movie and i normally don't like superhero stuff except for batman because batman mm is batman but I, yeah into the spider-verse is good i i've been so burnt out on like the mcu stuff oh man but, i don't like, even watch them when i'm burnt but, out but like i absolutely loved into the spider-verse yeah, that's it's all fun. i want to say is yeah that, that movie's great john wick 3 is great detective pikachu was great for a video game movie yeah did yeah. you see that no but i think it's out <laughs> so i need to see it i was it's out on digital now fun. yeah so that's what i buy now you can so. watch it on the bezos store yeah, that's I give him my money for yeah. movies. Yeah, Jeff Bezos, right? Yeah, hey, yeah. Just give him some money. Is it? It's so, worth seeing. I I loved Spider-verse? it. It was delightful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Also I'm written by the it. people. I'll buy it on digital. Written by the people that made Clone High, huh. which was one of the best cartoons I've ever seen. And one they, of the most clever. And, I think what yeah. I just I was I really appreciated the art. Oh yeah, it's oh, yeah. They did an amazing job of keeping I mean, true to the character models yeah where i think movies like the sonic movie may be straying away it's a collage which is so interesting about it is there's mm-hmm. a lot of different techniques all sort of blended and you yeah. don't really see that in animation, yeah like you know? each each spider verse has its own art style and the way they come together is pretty cool yeah but like, yeah. They, they did right by every single one yeah and like uh-huh. I love Miles. I want more stories about Miles Morales. Miles Morales is great. He's You're definitely going to get that. I love Miles. Give me more Miles. Yeah. That's uh that's so, why I'm like or I'm like okay, Captain America and Iron Man again. Okay, cool. But I'm like Aww. Miles, yes. Miles in the movie? Yes. Yeah, yeah, more of that. That's, that's all, all cool. Saying, really, like, that's all I'm saying. I'm into it. I'm for it. I'm 100% for it. But I just, uh, I finally saw it. Like, I mean, like, I'll eventually see all the MCU movies. My brother bought all of them. I can watch them. But, like, I I'm, I, did, I just took my time. I don't go to the theater. Yeah. You know, when you could, you could go to the theater, right? You went to the theater. At any given time, some fucking nut job with an AK-47 just busted the door and kill everyone in the theater. Yeah, that's true. 
That's why I don't go to the movies that often. Yeah. I only go when I like really want to see that movie. I don't go that often. I love the theater experience is the thing, but I don't go that often either. I went tonight, Blake. I saw Scary Stories, which I liked. And I'm going to go in That's September. That's Guillermo del Toro, right? Yes. Yes. Well, he produced it, so you never know how much of an influence oh. they have on that. But, um, okay. uh, and then, yeah, It Chapter 2 in a you few saw, weeks. So that comes out when? It? Yeah. September 6th. Yeah, I, I am amazed that it's August. We're going to be in Japan. Oh, well, I won't. I'm going to be in Japan. Have a good time. Do you think it will come out in Japan at the same time? Probably It'll not. It'll probably just be called Normal American Clown Does Pranks. <laughs> Part two. <laughs> like the Japanese. Clown gen. Man Pranks. <laughs> Clown because man let's prank. face it, like we're we're pretty tame when it comes to our horror films. Dude, this is Stephen King. This is Stephen King. I don't King. know. It, it's, I think that's a that's the kind of film that'll get international release. Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know what the international numbers were on the first one. Bill, I loved the first movie. Yeah, it's like, great. The Bill, first new reboot movie. Yeah. Bill Hader. Mm-hmm. Are we in a Bill Hader renaissance right now? Yes. Between it and Barry? Yes. Barry is... Barry is fucking brilliant. If you haven't yes. watched it, by the way, I haven't. But I just I hear, I, I just see chatty threads about it, and I know uh-huh. it's good. And I know eventually, like right now, I'm like, I, I kind of like ran into it. It's always sunny block again after season ten. I need to just keep powering through. Yeah, season ten is still, yeah. well, season eleven is okay, but I season twelve. The, I got to the end of gold. I got to the end of ten. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I mean. So I'm like yeah. taking a breath. Okay, okay, taking a breath. You know, and I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna get there. Yeah, you know. Uh, and I'm enjoying it. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. So, a, like, I feel like I'll have, swing. I'll have like yeah. a similar thing going on with Barry 11, once rather. I'm done with "It's Always Sunny." Yeah, you know, Barry. Barry, you're gonna like end up watching most of it in a day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's Barry, what I mean. Like, I'd rather you'll binge I, watch that. I like letting shows like build up now. I do too. So then I can like go there and watch them at my that, own time. That's what I'm doing with. Um, the good place yeah i've watched first two seasons loved them oh yeah and now that it's ending i'm definitely gonna wait because that way i won't have to wait for the last season I'm just gonna wait till it's done and then, and then oh, just watch man. three no, and we four should catch you up. know i really here's think the thing yeah. three is very here's, good that see i think there's something to serialized programming that you don't get from binge watching sure and it's the and it's like things are written to have cliffhangers like they throw those in because they know they're made to be watched in a certain amount of time. And I also really enjoy speculating. You know, I'm a creative person. I like the idea of writing my own scripts. Oh, yeah. You're definitely not among creative people here, Blake. I know. I'm I write a book in I'm four not. weeks. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying you're not creative. I'm just saying, like. <laughs> I'm saying you don't have to know, specify that you are creative. It go, it's tacit. It's, it's you know, understood. But here's the thing. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm with you. I, look. I like serialization, too. I like too. speculating. And I like, you know. Hypothesizing. Oh, well, I so think here's the of, thing. Here's like, the look, thing. Look at Game of Thrones. Look at Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. The speculation was better Game than the show. Yeah, I liked exactly. It. I liked the show. It was quite good. I haven't yeah. watched this thing. I, I watched about five minutes of Floppy Wieners, and I was like, I'm good. Thanks. Well, that's, that's HBO. They do that a little bit. But here's, here's the thing about <laughs> me, Blake. I, I'm not the type of person. I don't watch much TV in general. So even when I watch a show like on Netflix or Amazon, I don't watch it in a day. I usually spread it out over a couple of weeks because I'm kind of like you. What I like is to have a show at my disposal so that if I want to watch two episodes, I can. But I usually watch like one a day. And that's kind of that's kind of how that's, I take in shows. That's reasonable. Piecemealing shows, I think, is a good way to go. It is. There's it's also, uh, but also, like, you know, the cultural zeitgeist also is part of what makes it enjoyable as well. 
the fact that you are sharing a cultural experience at the same time as a group. Of Joining people. the conversation. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that necessarily defines whether or not something is worth watching or intriguing enough to watch. I don't think it does like, at all. Yeah. I but, don't. You know, it, it depends it does, on the show. Like it can with, be um, fun. That's, it can, it can be fun. I think it's just the nature of good creative television shows that they become cultural phenomenons and they become appointment watching. Like yeah. I only have two shows that I consider appointment watching. Yeah. South Park and The Good Place. Cuz like I don't want to wait. I want to know exactly what's going to happen in this story. I think that's the thing. I think we're at a point where you can choose what appointments you keep. Yes. Whereas back in the uh-huh. days of like you know people talk about oh will there ever be a Cheers or Mass finale again? Well no, because the only way you could watch those back then was live. I don't know. Maybe Ninja's last stream on Twitch. Who? Yeah, I, I won't be there for that. <laughs> it but, already uh, happened. Oh, that well. So then, and no one knew. Yeah, so no one knew. So there's wasn't that- there a show recently that <laughs> ended Game of Thrones? Oh no, no, I'm thinking of uh, I'm thinking of the, a comic book where the creator at the end. I don't want to spoil anything, Blake. You probably know what I'm talking about. But at the end, the creator was just like, "This is it. It's done." Oh, that was The Walking Dead. Okay, we'll spoil it. Yeah. Oh no! I mean, it doesn't spoil it saying the comic book ended. It's been yeah. like over a month now. But I like that. It, like nobody knew that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. You get to the back yeah. and you're just like, "Oh, this is this is it." Nice. That's kind of cool. It's, yeah, you know, it's like really that. interesting because they even sent out fake covers and plot synapses oh, to vendors. That's awesome. Uh, to throw people off the trail. Yeah. Yeah, that's but great. it's also like, it's also I don't know. I feel like. Robert Kirkman lost me around issue 100 of that series. Same. Uh, I read till about then. Yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. Yeah, and then once I found out that one yeah, of my no. favorite characters had died, I'm just like, well. Oh, I know who you're talking okay. yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, all right, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, uh, I think the problem with The Walking Dead was he should have killed, he should have killed Rick Grimes off way early on and then had it be a generational thing where you follow <laughs> Carl and then maybe Carl's kids or something like that. I think when they reboot it, Rick should just never wake up from the coma and you immediately go to like Carl or Shane or somebody. Yeah. It, that would have something more interesting. Yeah. Than like, yeah, oh. I'm glad I didn't watch this because you guys are sitting here speculating better ways to <laughs> Uh, I'm glad well, I didn't read it. I, yeah. I didn't watch That's it. That's the comic. The TV book. show is still going. The TV the show TV is good. Is, you should at least watch the thing. pilot. The pilot, to me, is still the best episode. I saw like four seasons of that show. I haven't watched it in years, but the pilot is one of the best produced TV shows I've ever seen. Just it's weird. It's weird because okay, so I just watched. <laughs> I just don't have the time for this stuff. I don't. So hey I, man, I just, like who has time to watch the entire Walking Dead series? I have. I haven't. I've seen four seasons. And they're like four. ten. So, like, yeah, and you're not caught up on the good plays. No, you see what I mean? But there's just not enough time for all the content in the world, so I have to choose. You have to choose, and like, I'm a very completionist person when it comes to series. When you start a series, you have to finish, yeah. So, I'm like, I don't want to just dabble in some, you know, what I'm rewatching the slowest way possible is Cheers on Netflix. It's great. That's my favorite show like, of all time. You just throw on an episode instead of going out to the yeah. bar, and you just have a good old time at home. You know what we You're need? Like, this is delightful. Blake, I feel like you and I talked about this. I don't know why streaming services don't have like a jukebox episode yet. Because like Cheers and Seinfeld are shows that lend themselves, and Sunny, lend themselves to just starting a random episode. Like I don't want to choose. Um, I just want an episode to start. So the FX app actually does that with The Simpsons. You can oh, just that's do awesome. Simpsons roulette. What, yeah. Just The Simpsons? 
Yeah, just the Simpsons. They have like it's basically huh. just Simpsons at this point. Okay. Yeah. They have like I mean, a channel can... that's basically Simpsons. Yeah, that's pretty much hmm. FXX. Yeah, FXX is like basically Simpsons reruns. Yeah, well, but, it's always sunny. Oh yeah, they have everything. They're on FXX. The new so, seasons too. Here's the thing it's about the channel? Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. The show. What? Ha- well, like the Walking the Dead show. Yeah, I remember the league. I watched that. I didn't watch it. See what I mean? That was. Yeah. That's the time that you have to watch The Walking Dead right there. Yeah. I watched the entirety of the league. I haven't. Wa- I won't watch Walking Dead since like 2014 though. Okay. Still. Yeah. Hours. So- <laughs> Here's the thing about the Walking Dead TV show. Yeah, people complain a lot that it is it it excuse away from the comic book too much. Mm-hmm. But then I recently watched The Boys on Amazon, like it's their new series based off of one of my favorite comic books, mm-hmm. uh, and it definitely it has a lot of the key moments and elements of the comic book, but it it takes a much different narrative tone right off the bat and uh changes a lot of stuff and it is really good so I watched, yeah that is really good see it's, when i watch interesting TV these days, how like one but like how one comic book can be like or one show based off comic can be totally like just shit canned by its fans and audience for not being like the comic book and another one gets like total praise yeah I well I so I agree with a lot of the complaints about the walking dead but we don't want to go too far down that rabbit hole but I will yeah. say um that when I watch TV these days it's because I'm married and my wife likes to sit down and watch shows so she she picked uh the boys we watched that and I did like it we also watched Jack Ryan which was like had highs and lows it's Jim Halpert yeah we kept saying I kept yeah. I would turn to her like what's Jim saying and she's like what is Jim doing again like we just kept calling him Jim he's Jim Halpert does he, is Jim does Halpert. he still does he look at the camera and shrug <laughs> uh, he should I want him to do that in some they season. need to great. do that is that still going yeah, there's going to be a second season. So here, here I'm upset that I'm angry at Bezos right now. Yeah, because he canceled the tick. He did, yeah. but you know what? And today? that's the finest really content ever to grace Amazon Prime. I am thrilled with Bezos right now because today I don't know. This probably won't mean anything to either of you, but they announced casting the five main cast members for the Wheel of Time series on Prime. Uh, nope. Which is my favorite fantasy series ever. Okay. Game of Thrones. Who? Yeah. Okay. Sure. And I'm so excited for that. Okay. To start. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I think he should bring back the tick. The trillion dollar yeah. company. Why they got to cancel the tick? That's like, not what I'm like, saying. You know what I mean? Like, you're a trillion dollar company. Don't, they don't need to cancel anything. I just anything. bought boxes of Wee Wee pads from you, Bezos. Yeah. You and got money got, for the they tick. They got here within two days. Yeah. Can you give me some tick? Yeah. That show was great. The live it action like, one? Yes. Right. That new live action one with a bunch of really, really not that famous people. You know, big, that actually big works head from me. Silicon Valley. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I don't know. I can't believe no one picked it up, but I also think it's emblematic. You neither. Have you guys watched it? Blake, uh-huh. have you, Blake watched I haven't it. Finished, no. I have admittedly not finished the second season. But Finish it. I, just I for solidarity purposes. I will. Don't so it's like they just, they, they did a good job. They left it in a, in a way where I would have kept watching it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it ended after two seasons. Yeah. The tick, is such, the tick is such a brilliant franchise, and it really hasn't gotten a fair shake since its animated series. Nope. I, when I was I a really, kid, I watched that. I liked it. Yeah. Oh, it was brilliant. It shouldn't have been... It was not made for kids, and no. I loved it. Yeah, it was yeah. totally... It aired during kids' hours, 
Totally wasn't, wasn't a kids, kids show. No. And then like uh I also liked the critic back then. Yeah. That, that was, was also on Fox. Hmm. Or was, was that on ABC? That was on ABC. It was yeah. on two uh, it was on two different networks. It had like three seasons on two networks, but wow. yeah. yeah, John Lovitz Fox as a movie critic was that sounds it was so good. good. Oh, it's uh, if you haven't seen it, it's all over YouTube that you can just watch it illegally. Okay. <laughs> oh man. Who's the episode because I don't think you can actually buy it anywhere. So someone just like you can Shout Factory DVD Blu-ray. Okay, you can get that shit. Yeah, yeah. But like, who has a yeah. DVD player? Uh, your parents. Probably. I have a, I have a PlayStation. I guess I could use that. Does the PlayStation play DVDs? I think. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever put a DVD in my PlayStation Four. It does. It does. It does. Okay, it does. Wow. I mean, it makes sense that it does, but yeah, I wasn't sure. That used to be like a competitive advantage. Yeah, it did. Remember, it was like this plays DVDs. I don't think I bought Amy Kingdom oh. Hearts three for her birthday in January. That's the last time I put a disc in the PS4. How is oh. she? How's she liking the game? She likes it. She hasn't finished it yet. Though. Yeah, right. It gets those JRPGs are so damn grindy. It is a. I watched Bad Kitty stream it, and it was hilarious. <sighs> yeah, just she. Hated that game. Really? And she played it like begrudgingly. Wow. It became this like, it was a very angry she stream. She hate played it. Yes. It was so great to watch too. Cause like, <laughs> Bad Kitty loves everything. Yeah. She's such a positive person. Right? So like to see her outwardly hate a game, oh, I was like, this is great. That's good stuff. And then she like, she had a huge chatty post about it too. Oh, I didn't look I, that up. Yeah. She actually like, it was basically a review of, Kingdom Hearts 3. Because my eyes, I just kind of like gloss over anything Kingdom Hearts related. Amy's like, you want to check this out? I'm like, nope. And went back to playing Resident Evil 2. Yeah, I mean, those came out within a, a few like, weeks of each other. Well, five days, I five think. Five days of each yeah, other? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, some people thought Kingdom Hearts 3 was great. Uh, Ozzy. Yeah, well, yeah, Ozzy loves that stuff. I mean, I, I played it at Judges Week in 2018. I thought what they had there was just graphically impressive at the very least sure it's a pretty game it's a pretty game yeah you know what i mean i can't say much about its personality <laughs> but it's a pretty game it looks good sure yeah if we're gonna be totally shallow like i'd hit that no that's not <laughs> what it I'm doesn't saying. have a personality that's the personality doesn't do it no i said it david said that yeah that's me david craddock I'll stir. I never Hit, stir up tweet, controversy. Tweet at Greg Burke eighty five with if you your didn't like David's about. comments. No, no, no. I I don't. But no, that's the thing. Like I from the beginning, from the first gameplay they showed him, like that looks visually impressive. I'm not going to play it. Yeah. And I even did try to watch, but it, once Ozzy put out that the story so far, I was like, I can't. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh no, I don't understand. No, I don't understand any of the story. Yeah. I th- I know it has to do with the key. There's a key blade. You you swing that like that's kind of neat. Like that's, a key is a sword. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. That's neat. Yeah. You see what I mean? There's elements of things where you're like, that's kind of neat. But then like once you actually sit down to play it, you're like, huh. Then <laughs> that kid's got like big yellow sneakers on, and I'm yep. like, you lost me, kid. What is this? Yeah. I don't know. But uh, that, that was a game that came out this year. It sure did. Yeah. A lot of good games <laughs> come out this year. Oh uh, man. Yeah. I just. Oh, so, yeah, I I, uh, I guess by the time, because I'm going to get the review to you tomorrow, Blake, for uh, Ion Fury, but I can actually, you know, mention that I've been playing it, and if you like build games, 
That game's great. Yeah, it is great. <laughs> like I bought it in early access. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, it's great. So like they gave me a review copy and I was like I like tried to put it into my Steam and they're like, You already have the game. I'm like, Oh. Like, That's oh, right. Yeah. I sure. bought it when it was Ion Maiden. Yeah. Now it's Ion Fury. Oh, that's right. They yeah, they did rename it. Yeah. But then if you start it up in Steam, like they didn't change the artwork. Really? It still says I had Maiden in the game. <laughs> that's that's a 3D Realms. <laughs> that's like that's so a 3D, 3D Realms, Realms ass 3D Realms move <laughs> right? right there. That's so 3D Realms. Man. They're like yeah. It's <laughs> like another yeah. that's a whole days of work yeah. that we had to do. Uh, yeah. It's already there. We changed the name on Steam. What do you want? That's all Iron Maiden would care about. Like, will they change the name? I think we're good here. Yeah. Keep on doing whatever they do. I I can say having played it, the term maiden uh, applies perfectly to it. And it's yeah. un- it's unfortunate that that happened cuz the protagonist is female. Yeah. I think that's kind of rad for a, a studio that was known for their dude. Yeah, bro. it's it's very appropriate that a possibly the best build engine game depending mm-hmm. on how this shakes out stars a female mm-hmm. you know but uh yeah it's weird to see like a build engine game in 2019 i've actually been watching this this youtube series recently by this guy who um he he does what he calls pro reviews of fps and he does all the classics like i watched this whole doom series and he did a builds uh trilogy with duke shadow warrior and blood he really changed my mind about blood i always liked that game but he he kind of proposed that it was the best build engine game. Mm-hmm. And after watching his reviews and thinking about it, he might be right. Yeah. Cause everything built off of Duke. Yeah. Duke was very primitive. I mean, it, w- it was, it was like the test run. Yeah. You know, and but, then at, but with at each its, game at the time though. Oh, at the time Duke, Duke was, was great. The most cinematic FPS game ever. It was, it was like, Oh my God, these huge moments. And now you look back at it and it's so tiny. Well, compared but, to like what but we the thing is it. like blood took what Duke, like blood focused on the action game elements. It was like, you know, mm-hmm. blowing up walls is cool, but what if we had like a voodoo doll as a weapon? And what if you had like, dynamite that you could blow up on anything with like it just took everything to the next talking about destructible environments first boss battle in iron fury Mm -hmm. uh there's destructible environments you fight an ed 209 i'm like this is the most shack news ass shack news game yeah i was like i once i saw the ed 209 i was like oh i'm giving this a very high score yeah (laughs) i was like you guys nailed it you know what I mean? And, like, what I love about it is, like, there were clearly limitations of the build engine in the 90s and computers mm-hmm. that don't exist today. Right. So I'm playing this game over there. It's it's on ultra-wide mm-hmm. resolution. Mm-hmm. And you have these massive environments. So, like, talking about destructible environments, yeah. the Ed 209 battle, he shoots out, like, parts of the area. Oh, and then there's, cool. like, health there. So it's like I thought that was a really unique way of doing the destructible environments. It's like you almost built these cubes around pickups. Yeah. And then Ed two oh nine during the boss battle shoots them. Well, you know, that's something the build engine always did a great job of making destruction constructive. Mm-hmm. Like for example, in Duke you can shatter a toilet, but you can also like if you drink the water you regain health. Yeah. So you don't just you're not just breaking things to break them. There's actually functionality there. For and sure. I, and I always liked that. But yeah. Uh, I just wanted to, before we even started the show, because we've had a 29, or sorry, 23 minute intro, I wanted to give a oh. shout out to 3D Realms for yeah. making a game in Build Engine that's like actually. That's 
like different and fun, but like still true to so it's like, basically those like things. Doom twenty sixteen. It's this perfect blend of fresh and no, classic. No, it's it's so much more tied to the classic. Like Doom twenty sixteen was very new texture gorgeous graphics it still relied on a classic gameplay loop though for sure oh definitely yeah where yes that is absolutely true Mm -hmm. where doom 2016 held true to the that combat arena yeah this iron fury holds true to that like i i kept during while i was playing it i'm like god damn it It, you know how often you have to push a button Mm -hmm. in duke Mm -hmm. it's like oh you gotta push that button and then that thing happens there's a lot of that where you're like people who, who like don't play or didn't play these build engine games yeah. are going to be like, how the hell do I get? How the hell do I progress? Yeah. And then you like wander around for 10 minutes and you're like, oh, I'm an idiot. Yeah. You know? Um, so like there's like things like that where I think Doom 2016 avoided that. Yeah. I never felt like, oh, I have to go find the key. It was like. The, I did I a found- little toward the end. And yeah. Even Hugo and Marty said like we felt the action kind of got repetitive, which is why um, they said in Eternal they kind of want to take uh-huh. that to the next level of keeping you engaged more instead of just getting into a, a rut. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I know what you mean. I know. What yeah, you mean. so I think that's the that'd be the only negative thing I could say about the game mm-hmm. is that it holds true to those old mechanics. Tenets, yeah, you know those old tenets of like build engine games specifically. Yeah. But with that comes destructible environments, secrets, those air ducts that you oh, can man. go through. Yeah. Secrets. I love that at the end of each level, it's like, here's how many secrets that you, you didn't find. And yeah. it like lets you know before you end the level. Yeah. So that you could like go back and find them if you wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I like that. I could see this game be a speedrun game. I really could. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, like I in so. the sense that we did with. Uh, Wolfenstein, you know, like, oh, yeah, like what yeah, we sure. did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe at an awesome games done quick or something. I Is there? Be cool. Do you keep? Do you get a score in that game? In Iron Fury? <sighs> Not really. Huh. So I think it would be time based. Yeah. I, you know, it'd be like all secrets. You know. Yeah. Hundred yeah, yeah. percent kind mm-hmm. of runs. Yeah. Would be kind of what I think you would see, mm-hmm. which is what you see with Doom twenty sixteen also. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think something like that. Uh, they, I don't think they have like an arcade mode or anything. I wish FPS games would add arcade modes. That's a great idea. Like mm-hmm. uh, what Doom 2016 has. Mm-hmm. That would have been a good question for them. Is arcade mode coming back? Because mm-hmm. that was added to the game. Right. That was like DLC. Mm-hmm. But from my, my conversation with Marty and Hugo at E3, I got the impression that they plan on supporting the game with like a lot of stuff. And mm-hmm. then eventually, D- Deathmatch would come to the game. And have, they'll make like a big deal about it. I have it. opinions on that. But yeah, I guess I'll save it for the long read because I got a more interviews with them and stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw there was a new battle mode trailer today. I was I watched it. I think it's the same trailer they showed at QuakeCon. It looked really familiar anyway. It, I think they only showed two and a half minutes at QuakeCon. Huh. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This one's like six. This is six. Yeah. I, I, cause I, when Bill sent me the lead, you know, this morning, I looked at it and I was like, I saw this. And then I watched it and I was like, I saw a third of this. Mm-hmm. 
I think they like they they showed us other stuff. Uh, and they had Marty and Hugo play the game, right? But like they the actual battle mode clips they showed us were different than what they showed today. Okay. Because they were like breaking down enemies and stuff and like Yeah, I remember that I remember it all looked really familiar. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they just kind of yeah, cut up. I think they might have cut up what the, they showed us one. at yeah. QuakeCon. Yeah. Uh but whatever. If they want to talk about battle modes that, some more. The mode looks cool. Chatty didn't seem too keen on it, but not at all. But then again, I don't know. Like they weren't keen on D- Doom twenty sixteen before yeah, it launched. Like this is a total flashback. People are gonna have to play. I think it's a cool mode. I think the the only problem I foresee is that battle mode is a mode where like you'll need four people to really have fun with it. Three. Oh three. Okay, yeah. Two two main monsters and a Doom guy. Yeah. Whereas deathmatch, as long as you find one other person, you can have a one-on-one. Yeah. Um, I don't understand. I, I saw someone said they wanted a battle royale, and I was like, no. I, I think a horde mode would be better than a battle royale. In I would. Doom, I would but, love a horde mode. Yeah. Uh, and I would also love co-op. Yeah. I get why they don't do it. The arenas aren't designed for two people. Yeah. But, but I'm just yes. saying, like, even I, co-op horde mode. Well, you know what I was thinking, like... Remember Portal 2? It had a single-player campaign, but it also had a built-in, like, 10-map campaign exclusively for co-op. I would like to see that sort of thing mm-hmm. in Doom Eternal. But yeah. that that That's kind of... Or, like, you know, like a Left 4 Dead experience or something. But, something, like, there's, yeah. there's something there for multiplayer co-op, and mm-hmm. they just haven't done it. And maybe it has to do with the id, id Tech engine. I don't know. They're um, also doing that, like, Dark Souls-style invasion stuff. Yeah, so we'll see how this all. Yeah, we'll see. I, I it could yeah. be annoying. I I don't typically like depending on the game, depending on the context. I don't let I don't like people mucking around in my campaign. Dark Souls is different because from the outset it was always supposed to be like a semi-connected yeah, world. Like, what, if, what if you get invaded by not. like Shroud? Yeah, and he just starts wrecking you. Yeah, and you can't progress. Yeah, can I turn off invasion? I bet you'll either be able to do that or, or play, offline. play offline. Yeah, because yeah, I, I think I would prefer just to play the game right. than to have to deal with just some random person jumping yeah. into my game. Yeah, uh, but I understand why they're trying that. They're, they're just trying to be different, and I, I feel like I don't know. They're they're taking a lot of risks. They are, and we'll see we'll see how it turns out. But yeah, we should start the show because this is. It's it's uh it's way too long. Blake, do you have a song for us? Do I? Wow. Oh, it's a Shack new Shackcast kind of morning. It's a Shack new Shackcast kind of day. Everyone has got a smile on and they're saying hello. How you doing? It's a Shackcast day. Well, you're going to hear about some video games but we're mostly gonna rant about random shit so i hope that you are comfortable because we're about to go for another two hours or so welcome to the shack cast the official shack news podcast of shack news i'm your host awesome com ceo editor-in-chief chief puppy wrangler but not this week because david my tag team partner is here wrangling puppies that's right she's so wrangled right now man David Craddock, our long reads editor, making the long trek across the mean streets of Canton, Ohio. <sighs> Toughest eight-minute drive of my week. So, uh, 
yeah, we're here. <laughs> we Lola. have done an episode in a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. We're here with our chair pet of the board. That's right. Lola Bear. She's making uh, the best of a bad situation while I'm not physically there. You know, yes. Uh, yeah, making Blake. The best of a great our, situation. Our reviews editor, Blake Morse, uh, coming to us through a series of tubes. Boo. Oh, no. That's just that's just David booing Boo. you. But that's not There's me, dude. No, I What's don't know. the fans? Blake's a heel. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you both heels? I don't know. No, I'm a baby face. I'm so, look at me. I have a oh, dog. Man. The internet loves me. Baby face. Like, I have I'd like a to dog. Think, no, like not to, right now you don't. It's <laughs> a good point. I, I, I'd like to think I'm a heel, but I'm really more of a Ron Punches type, probably. Boom. So, yeah. Uh, um, I just got to live haven't, with that. We haven't, done a show. <laughs> we haven't done a show <laughs> since before E3. So we're going to cover everything that's happened no. in the world since <laughs> in before the E3. <laughs> Buckle up, Blake. So E3, real quick. Real quick. <laughs> Trauma. It's like... Two months worth of trauma. E three <laughs> was insane. So yeah. we here. Let me let me just explain. The people out there, are like, you ever record a podcast in front? Where's the shitcast? You guys, do you see how much content we created at E three just alone, just at E three? How many interviews each one of us did? Yeah, and then we did a it. tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, there's EDM playing in between was, rounds in the middle of sentences. It was electro. We survived mufflers. all of that because yeah. on Thursday, I let David go lie down because you were just done. Yeah, I, I was. You were just checked out. You're like, awesome, I'm done. I'm like, go lie down. And then the rest of us went and got a bunch of Korean barbecue. Yeah. And that was it. We had no time to record a podcast. Nope. That I, instead of recording a podcast, we all got really, they got the meat sweats in East LA, <laughs> you know, a David rested because yeah. like, you know what? We, we did a great job. We did. We did a great yeah. job at E3 and there's plenty of content yeah. that we created for you, our Evergreen. listeners. Go look at it right now. So like that it's was what I, that was my refrain Yeah. during our absence was that, look, we're doing other stuff. Yeah. It's not like... It wasn't like... Uh, I don't know. Like, no well, one's really doing what we're doing on the show floor. Like, no. there was just GameSpot and us. Yeah. IGN didn't even have a booth. Nope. Yeah, you know, so, like, we're on the show floor for I don't know how many hours. It felt like, what, eight hours? Eight At to least. ten hours a day. Eight to ten hours just on the show floor. Yeah. And then, like, working uh, all the press conferences. Yeah. All oh. the press conferences. And like, then going to EA Play, because EA, right? So I'm just saying, like, well, there's no time so for a podcast then. E3 essentially we'll starts the Friday before the week of That's E3 right. now. That's right. We start Friday now. We yeah, get into town Friday before. Yeah. And sometimes we get in Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, yeah, we got in. We got in Thursday because I had so many logistics to take care of. I had to buy yeah. thirty-two Xbox controllers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You right. Know? So that's why I didn't record a Shaq cast at E3. I was busy doing it for Shaq News. We were all busy doing it for Shaq News. Right. So we're like, sorry. We're sorry, but we're not really sorry. I'm not Tuesday. Night. We're not really that sorry. No. Tuesday night we had our event. Tuesday night, like opening night of E3, E3 essentially, right? Yeah. 
The longest we day on the show floor. We were there until four in the morning. And we go for right from the show floor to this uh-huh. yes. club to do the show. Yeah, we yeah. woke up early to cover Nintendo's pre- Nintendo Direct. Yeah. Right? And mm-hmm. then we all went to the show floor. Yeah. And just went all day. And then after that, we did that party that ended at around three in the morning. Yeah. yeah. That was day one of E3. Yeah. So, yeah, just I'm sorry. But then I don't know. Life happened. People got sick. We went places. People were on vacation. People were on assignment. Blake went to TennoCon. Yeah. You know, I went to Eva. We all went to QuakeCon. Yeah. We did another tournament. Yep. We executed that tournament on our own. That was a Shaq News tournament. We did that. You know, so it's like we've been busy, folks. Yeah. Is my point. Yeah. And I know I record two other. I've recorded like on four or five other podcasts. Like, since uh you know before mm-hmm. like in between these in this hiatus period mm-hmm. i've been on game enthuse once mm-hmm. i was on the cartridge fam twice yeah and now i've done two episodes of this nine to five elon podcast right that's being hosted at shack news right so that's right. like you know there, it's not like you can't find me i'm it's out there there's yeah. plenty of there's plenty of places to hear me talk i've been live streaming yeah. Whenever I'm at home, the la- late night army started. And we've been setting up Shack News Intergalactic yes! HQ. Yeah, like, <laughs> Blake came out here. Yes. Helped us set up Shack News Intergalactic headquarters. You were there just this week helping us get a, a couch into a freaking hallway. I had to do manual labor, Asif. This is not what I signed up for when I came back to Shack News. Do you want the couch or not? Uh, it is a comfortable couch. <laughs> I regret nothing. <laughs> I I'm just saying. Like, Can you get like, it out? We, can we get it out here? No. Oh, ah, no. I don't yeah. think that couch will ever leave that room now. Nope. It's there for the duration. <laughs> it's there until they tear the building 20 down. 20 years from now, there's going to be an old dictionary, an unopened do- bottle dive Pepsi in that couch. <laughs> and my dad's desk. And your dad's desk. Yeah, because who's going to lift that up? That thing's super heavy. Yeah, and no, then that's... those exam tables might still be there. Oh, they'll still be there. For sure. No one wants those. No. Blake wanted one. Yeah. I have no idea where I would. I have no idea how I'd get it into my apartment. I don't know how I would get it. Like the process of shipping yeah. it to you probably Oof. would cost more than the actual thing. Yeah, yeah, it'd probably be cheaper just to buy one here. Yeah, but then at what point? I'll just <laughs> Why move are to. You buying an I'll, just move, I'll just move to Canton. Yeah. I mean, there you go. That's not a bad idea. You could live at Shack New Intergalactic HQ. Just take out one of those rooms. That's your room. I mean, it doesn't have a shower. Well. Beggars can't be choosers. You have you have a huge office to run around and play in. You don't need a shower. No, you need a shower. No, yeah. I would you, I would just sponge bath in the no, in the toilet. I need a, no, I need a shower. Also you need a shower. And then you can't shower. live at Shack News Intergalactic HQ. Yeah, there's no. I don't think I don't think people no. should live there. I don't no. think I legally can anyway. Man, that couch yeah. is comfortable. Oh, I mean, people can sleep there. Yeah, but I just live don't, there. I don't think living there would make sense. Well, we have a lot to decide. For example, uh, we have two break rooms. There's a room that clearly was used as a break room uh-huh. by the previous tenant. And then we have a break room that you and Blake designated the break room. Uh-huh. There's a lot of logistics okay, that so need to be figured y- out. Y- 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 the break room that we consider the break room, I think, was used... As a nurse's station. Oh. Well, that makes... Because it's got that biohazard door. Oh, yeah. And then it has the handicapped bathroom. Yeah. Right? So, or, yeah, accessible bathroom. And uh, 
it has that little door that you could put pee samples through. That's what I think was going on there. Nice. There's a little pee sample action. A little pee sample party going on. So we've turned the little pee sample room into our PSA. So pee sample action. I like it. Okay. Pee sample action. Okay. That's what I think's going on. Yeah. Nothing's quite as relaxing or break like as, you know, taking a nice pee sample. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. And you know, the room's got tile. We've put it we it's right next to the battle arena. So right. we're like, yeah, yeah, we're just gonna put a fridge in there. It's a, a pretty microwave. dope office. It's got air conditioning and some dope ass computers. Mm-hmm. And oh man. Let me tell you a story about these computers. I just just this is how nerded out and geeked out I was yesterday about this. I was over here trying to edit this uh, this nine to five Elon video podcast because we uploaded it on YouTube. Yeah, and uh, it took me like an hour to export it on my 1080 Ti. Wow! What? Right? How long is it? It was an hour forty five minute video. Oh my god! What the hell? Ah, right? that makes me angry. It makes me angry that you seem inordinately angry that. about this. I I like your power is making me envious. That's so then. I go over to the office, and I try it on the 2080 Ti. I did it in 720p, hour 45 minutes, and it did it in like 18 minutes Damn. over there because I was on M2s. Oh, so it's on M2 SSD plus the 2080 Ti, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Jeez. And I'm overclocked. It's an i9 and it's overclocked. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so it was like, I was like, oh my god. And like the fans kicked up. I was like, this thing's a machine. Yeah. And then I uploaded it. It took me 20 minutes. You know how long it would have taken me to upload it here? Here? A potato on internet. On this fucking potato internet? Yeah. It would have taken me like two hours. So like I instantly saw my workflow go from like three hours to do something down to 40 minutes. And I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. That's like instant value of the office right there. Yeah. You know, because I thought I was going to, you know, because normally when you like export a video, you're like, oh, I'll come back to it later. Yeah. So I I was like, Blake, I was like, I was going to go get lunch. And I clicked it and I was like, oh, shit, this is going to be done in like 19 minutes. Yeah. I just, I'll stick around and upload it. So the funny thing is, it's like since you moved back here and I have started coming over, you have talked about, you know, David, I may do it. Do what, Austin? If I may get an office around here just to get better internet. Yeah. And it's happening. Yeah, here it is. I yeah. think I did. I talked about it on the podcast. Oh, yeah. I definitely talked about it on on this podcast. Yep. Like, saying that I was fed up with potato internet and that I was going to basically. Would get an office space. I would, yeah. Just to get a better internet connection. And here we are. And here we are. Yeah. And so, soon we'll be, we'll be recording podcasts there. Yeah, we can record there. We can record video there. Uh, we can stream stuff there. The Shack cast is going to level up. Yeah, we are going to level up. You know, and I think yeah. it's about time. Mm-hmm. Everything is about to level up magically. Yeah. Which, yeah, I don't know. I can't do a like glittery rainbow sparkle transition on a podcast. <laughs> Just imagine my hand is like doing a glittery rainbow sparkle transition. I can see it. I can see it. Yeah, you can see it in your in mind's mind. eye. Yes. Use your imagination. That's the most powerful tool you'll have. Oh, for sure. Ever kids Staying so school. yeah like, imagine uh it. yeah so we were we were busy it was my oh point. my god we're still busy let's we're still busy and we, we were should, busy let's announce our tour because it's not like anybody that listens can come to it uh, <laughs> yeah we're gonna yeah. go play music in japan we're doing on tour in japan with mega rand yes that's right 
And I'm really hoping that we can find a place that sells flan. So I can get a picture of Mega Ran in Japan eating flan. That's the plan. That is. The I bet plan. the Shangri-La Hotel has flan. Oh, man. I, be- I guarantee it. Do. Are we going to are we going back? Are we going to see Chimon Bellman? I I haven't figured uh, out like I haven't figured out what's happening yet. We haven't booked any hotels um, yet. I'm, I'm getting a photo of myself fist bumping each and every bellman at the Shangri-La <laughs> Hotel. Yeah. I mean Ichiban Bellman. We don't know where we're staying in Tokyo yet. Uh but yeah, there's a there's there's a lot of moving parts, but Let's, we'll figure it out. Uh, I'm hope you know it, the Shangri-La is like one of the most intriguing experiences of my life, I have to say. It's one of the nicest smelling lobbies I've ever visited. It, I would even go as far <laughs> to say it's the nicest smelling lobby, especially because, like, you know, Austin, uh, you, you stay, you, you always get us nice hotels. I try to. And I, as somebody who, like, uh, I guess you could say has slummed it most of their lives... It is like it's it's a whole new world for me personally. Like so the so like the Shangri La Hotel, the smell there, it's it's not like chlorine and dead hookers, which is sort of what I'm used to smelling at a lot of places I've stayed in the past. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and, and you can tell you might that dead hooker smell does not wash out of that like thirty maybe 60 year old now by now pink like paint on the wall you know it's the meth the meth lingers yeah oh well you the burn marks in the blankets yeah the, the, you know the goodness yeah the cigarette burns and blankets have been yeah there. that's what they have instead of one of those little like you know sign your memory books or whatever <laughs> just like oh, sign your memory books leave a so, leave, leave a meth torch burn on on the linens to let us know you were here. So, so yeah. around shortly after E3, uh-huh. Super Mario Maker 2 came out. Oh my god, oh. we didn't do it. We haven't talked we about haven't Super talked Mario about Maker it. 2. Oh my god. We haven't even talked about Super Mario Maker 2 on this podcast. That is a hot one. So, holy shit, what a great game. Awesome game. What a great game to stream. What a ge- great game to create levels I've, in. I've made three levels, which what? is three more than I made in Super Mario Maker 1. Exactly. What a great single-player story. Mode. Mode? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's... Yeah. I thought that was great. Yeah. Um, Shackers are making great levels. Shackers are playing my levels. I made four levels. Yes. Uh, I got a level banned. You <laughs> sure did. I got a level... There's some drama around it. Um, yeah, and then mm-hmm. I recreated it in a day. So the issue was that you called it shacknews.com. Yes. Briefcase level one. Nintendo flagged that as you trying to advertise. Something. Yes. So you had to you had to recreate it. Yes. Because you can't even you can't even go into band maps, make a change, and reupload. No. You got to build it from scratch. That's right. And then you renamed it, I believe, Shack News Briefcase level. No, one. I dropped Shack oh, News just, entirely. Oh, you did. Briefcase I called it level Briefcase one. level one dash coins because okay. it was all about coins okay oh well, yeah I, i'm thinking you spell out shack news in coins in every level and then i so. called it briefcase level two not so fast because it's very Star Fox inspired yeah or gradius or 
I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to say what you would say. Uh, but, uh, it is. yeah, I love this game so much. Yeah, it's if great. You can, I just want to say, if you can hear my fans in the background, it's because it's like 90 degrees in my apartment right now. Uh, just a heads up. I remember living in NorCal. When it got hot, like above 70 degrees, people panicked because that area of California is not prepared for that. They don't have AC. Nobody has AC. Yeah, I didn't care for that out there. No, we I all mean, have we have AC in the Oh, AC all over the place. <laughs> yeah, we got AC here. Yeah. Well, awesome. Did you you saw the did you show David the photo I sent you the other night? Uh at, while I was at Walmart? I did not. I can't show it to him <laughs> now. Did What's you, the closest Walmart in Oakland? Oh my god, it's this one. There's two Walmarts. There's a good Walmart and a bad Walmart. My friend, not being from the area, did not know about the good Walmart. And they took me to the bad Walmart, which was holy ex- shit! Extremely crowded at like that's the line. Ten p.m. Yeah, no air conditioning in that. Oh mobile. hell no! Why would you even stay? Yeah, uh, I would turn around and leave. Yeah. So here's the thing: I've been remodeling my apartment, and I have no comfortable seating. I actually bought some fold-up seats while I was there because they did not have the portable AC unit I was hoping to buy. Go to the other Walmart. I really should have. But you know what? Life's too short, Blake. Life is too short to not go to the good Walmart. I think you're right. I should have. But hindsight's a mofo. You I would know? never go to the bad Walmart in Canton. Man, Which would, one is that? 62. Oh, yeah. That's, is that's, that it's technically Louisville. Oh, but whatever. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the all, ghetto. So. No, it, that place is scary. Yeah, it's like the that worst part. That place is part. super scary. It's the worst area. It's. I mean, it, I think it has like... I had a friend who lived there after she got married and like she was in that that area is sad because I know people there and they're good people, but it's it's tough living over there. Yeah, it's just not a good area anymore. No. It, it, and it's like fallen. Yeah. It's an area that used to be good like 20 years ago or 30 years yeah. ago. And now it it's used like to be bad. nice. And the problem is a lot of the business over there keep going under, which just yeah. kind of contributes to the downward spiral. Totally. Yeah. I used to shop over there all the, the time, but it just got it just got to be unsafe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I only shop at the Mega Street location, but I haven't been back there since the shooting. Not because I'm afraid to get shot at Walmart or anything, but no. I think their bullshit stance on video games needed to be boycotted. Yeah. So that's why right. I was like, <laughs> walk in there, try and buy a video, violent video game, and then try killing somebody with it. See how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, walk in there the and buy a gun. See how it goes trying to kill someone. Yeah. I think I'm it'll be a lot Walmart, easier with the gun. I'm just saying, why did Walmart not? I feel like Walmart really didn't fucking think that one through. No, they they have, this is this all seems very methodical and premeditated to me. They can say that they took action. They they're not dumb over there. Sam Walton's people know that they they totally are supporting a straw man argument. Are you talking about John Walmart? Yes. John John Walmart. Jay Walmart. Him yeah. and him and Esquire. Dan him and Danny Target used to be best friends. I'm talking, Sam Walton actually started this business is what I'm saying. But um yeah. It was uh, Johnny Walmart and his best friend Danny Target, and then they had so a falling out. Now. And Danny Target, oh, he's, he died a long time. Yeah, ago. Danny dead. Target went on to form Target. <laughs> I only know of a Target. Oh, that's. I mean, that's I don't go to fancy. Target in Canton for one reason. I hate that parking lot. 
Oh no, I don't go to that one. I know which one you're talking. You're about. You're talking about you go to the one I on Lincoln, Lincoln Way. Way. Yeah, I just don't want to go all the way down the Lincoln Way. You know I what pref- though? The parking lot is just like a big rectangle of spaces. It's not yeah. a damn maze like the other one. I know what you're talking <laughs> about. I don't go over there. That one is the worst parking lot in town. No. If you're, like, angry at someone, you should be like, meet me over at that store, and then don't show up, and then you'll never see them again. It's the saddest GameStop. It is. It used to be a Funko Land. I I shopped there. I bought my Nintendo 64 there. I remember buying so many games there. Yeah. It's just a shell of itself. Yeah. I honestly try not to just go to Walmart in general, because it's usually a bad... It's, It's when I'm not in Northern California... Going to Walmart is a really intriguing, enjoyable experience for me as a people watcher. But when I have stuff to do and I'm just running errands, yeah. Walmart isn't really convenient as much as, no. like, they're not as inviting as Target. Target also has, is more aligned with, like, my personal values as a corporate entity, which, I mean, they're all evil. They don't so. sell guns at Target. They no. don't sell guns at Target. They also are pretty supportive of the LGBT community and also the degenderization of like toy aisles toy products and stuff like that um so yeah so there's some things that target some, definitely yeah, has yeah, walmart yeah as far as their brand and Higher like prices. their message <laughs> yeah uh, yeah but you know if you're going you for price you for. Yeah, if yeah. you're going for price just go to amazon yeah they beat yeah. walmart mm-hmm. or costco Honestly, I'm surprised you don't go to Costco, Blake, given that presence in California. I don't have a Costco card. Mm. Yeah, that's the same reason Amy and I don't go to Sam's Club out here. We just forget we need that card. Yeah, I don't don't go to Sam's Club. I'm also really afraid, like, you just put me in a store where I can just buy buckets of candy. I, like, I just I don't need that many I don't need that many chimichangas, but they only come in the big bag of chimichangas. They only dude. come in bags of six hundred. <laughs> what are you gonna do? But you know what, Blake? I have to, I have forgot to pass on my compliments to you. Uh, the the Skittles flavors that you picked out for QuakeCon were just exquisite, my friend. Oh, thank you. Oh my gosh, I, they were so good. I thought that would go over well. Um, yeah, that know. was a, that was a smart pick. I'm yeah. such a, he was like, hey, there's some. Uh, Variety of like Starburst and Skittles and stuff. Let's just. You know, I, I had a lot of those Starburst, admittedly, because I like the I one. Too. I like the all red, and pink Starburst one. I just ate some tacos and did those, some work. Yes. Shout out to the El Phoenix for hooking it up once again. Yeah, they're amazing. Did you? I even. I even. We had so many chips left over. I used them as packaging to get some of our uh, computer peripherals back to the office. That's absolutely <laughs> true. Chips, that's awesome. Yeah. The, uh, there were two or I think three bags of chips that were in the, the package. Oh, it was all that in a bag of chips. Yeah, wow. no, uh, QuakeCon. I loved QuakeCon. QuakeCon was great. If you guys didn't see the QuakeCon tournament, go watch Quake it. QuakeColio 2. Yeah, the great QuakeColio tournament 2 uh, was outstanding. I think it was the best gameplay we've seen from any uh any of our tournaments, tournaments. Thus far. oh by the way we did another tournament at e3 and you probably should have watched that too that yeah. was you know what i love uh i love about the tournaments and i'm gonna you know what also if i'm actually gonna thank you for giving me the opportunity to co-host these tournaments because you like watching you change these people's lives is like really fulfilling to me personally like i feel like as a games journalist a lot of what we do is very superficial so it's cool to like see us give back to gamers and have that opportunity mm-hmm. to like facilitate that is freaking awesome. 
Yeah, it's it's. I think it's the most fun thing that we're doing these days, and it makes yeah. it, it's very different compared to our competitors, like it's, what they're doing. It's like vibe. It's yeah. half electronic sports, half game show, and yeah. it's just a lot of fun. Like we like we don't like we take it seriously. Like there's so much stuff that you guys did not see <laughs> that went on behind the scenes mm-hmm. just to make that tournament happen. Um, yeah. But when it comes time, when it's time to get on the air, it's like no matter no matter what the scenario was, and the scenario was pretty nuts leading up to the broadcast of the QuakeCon tournament in particular. Like mm-hmm. we just we just go in and we have fun with it, and everyone that participates has a blast, win or lose. So. Yeah, there was like an amazing crowd, um, yeah. just really supportive people, people who came back. We, it was the first tournament we've ever had where someone came back to defend their title, uh, Lord Revan, and then yeah. he was dispatched in almost Optimus Prime-like fashion. It was yeah. like watching and a telenovela. Yeah, I I'm was, telling you, it had that like, I daytime was so soap hyped opera during that like, round, though. Shock to it. Doom 2 and Doom multiplayer were so unforgiving with spawns. Yeah. Once you died, boy... Were you going to die again it's and It's really again hard again. to get caught back up. Yeah. And I think that's what happened to Lord Revan. Yeah. But what's crazy is he drove out to QuakeCon with his buddy, Rassi. Yeah. And Rassi goes on to win the whole thing as a fill-in for someone. Yeah. Wasn't even supposed to be there. Yep. Ends up filling in in the last round of the Quake Champions round. And this dude was a freak of nature. Yeah. He was... Ike, his hand movement was insane. His face was super intense. A lot of the rounds, he wasn't even wearing headphones. No. He was just going. He's in the zone. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he was, it was amazing to see. And, like, every, every champion that we have, uh, you know, with Ray at E3, uh, that moment at E3 where we're playing Power Stone as an eSport and no one knows who's who. The, the two players, they were dittos. They picked the same character. They thought they were each other. Yeah. We had to go back to the tape and figure out who was who. Yeah. That was crazy. And that yes. ended up being like, yeah, that, that the person that actually won that, won the, won the full tournament at E3, Ray Carcillo. Yep. Ray, by the way, Ray, poor Ray, he got laid off from the DC. He was a writer on DC Daily. And he got let go because he took some picks during their Comic Con panel of the Titans, Teen Titans season two, like DC Universe show. And uh, apparently he wasn't supposed to put those on the internet, even though they had just shown it to the public. And so they ended up uh, letting him go. So I'm sure winning that tournament was definitely a windfall for him, considering uh, everything that went down. But. If you are looking for a writer or creative type, I recommend Ray Carcillo if anyone out there is looking for one. I'm not. I know you're not. I hope I someone else not. is. Yeah, I'm just. Jack News is not hiring, by the way. Not. Stop emailing me. Please, if you're listening. I doubt you are. Don't email me. Don't get into my DMs asking for jobs. I know one person specifically I'm sure you're addressing right now. Yeah, that guy. Fucking A, man. He hasn't emailed me in a little bit. Uh, but I just get emails all the time. It's and I get it. It's tough in the streets for games journalists. Yeah, uh, and it's tough to break into the industry. 
Mm-hmm. So I appreciate the hustle of some of these folks, but I just we're not hiring right now. We're very open. Like when we are hiring, we let you know. When we're not hiring, we let you know. We're not hiring. So sorry. Uh, yeah. I don't know what the hell else ha- happened since then. Man, um, shoot. I, took, I, I took down notes. At one point, I took down notes for a future. Uh, I still love Super Mario Maker 2. I'm still playing it. Yeah, I mean, so yeah. Like, t- have you beat all my levels? Yeah, uh, I didn't beat two. Yeah, I'm gonna be hard. honest with you. No, it's just not my. Type you hate of auto level. scroll levels. I do. I knew it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I beat one, three, and four though. I thought I thought your boss rush was clever. Okay. You did some fun stuff in there. Okay, so yeah, here's the other two things. Uh, <laughs> and they're both kind of messed up and sad. Okay. Um, we pushed the Shack News redesign. Like, we pushed, you know, phase two out the door. Yeah, what's that about that? Huh? You know, the lulpocalypse? Yeah. So, we last recorded before the lulpocalypse. Oh, you're right. And now the lulpocalypse is over. Mm-hmm. So, that happened. It did. For a few weeks, <laughs> lols did not work from third-party apps. Yeah. And we're so sorry. That's it. Um, And then... <laughs> This is fucked up. Etika died. Yeah. Well, he, he, yeah, Etika killed himself. Yeah. yeah. Etika killed himself so, uh, in between episodes. Man. That's, that's another thing. Yeah, I had to write bad. that down. That's too bad. So I was watching uh, SmashCon this last weekend, and they did like an eight-minute tribute to Etika. They gave him an award, a posthumous award for best reaction because he was very known for his nintendo direct reaction videos that was like his thing yeah um and he went on to do a lot of other stuff uh yeah i just i wanted to mention that Mm -hmm. because we haven't done an episode since then i think uh there's like a stigma attached to people like who are not like you know or going through some sort of mental health issue uh there shouldn't be I think people should be open and willing to get help and be communicated with their friends. Everything that happened with Etika worried me. Mm -hmm. Uh, When he got swatted about three weeks before he killed himself, I was worried. I talked to his friends uh, at E3 about it. They, uh, several of Etika's friends were at our party. Uh, You know, we had a lot of smashers show up, Mm -hmm. you know, like, D1, Vicky Kitty, like Nairo, um, PB and J, and uh, yeah, we had some of them were even competing. Yeah, Bam was competing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like uh, I asked them about him, and like you know, he he had blocked, unfollowed, and just com- cut off communication from all of his friends mm-hmm. for for like two weeks before he killed himself and then someone someone tweeted at him to kill himself on a specific day at a specific time and he did man and that's that's really fucked up mm-hmm. you know and like you know he, uh and it, it, it's it's not just that i think he took that as like okay i'm gonna do it 
Mm-hmm. I think he had already decided it, but like, like maybe he, he took was, it as a sign or something like that. Yeah, I think he at that point. I don't want to diagnose him with anything, right? I don't know him. I was just friends with his friends, but just from someone watching him from afar, he seemed like someone who had maybe had manic depressive swings. Man. You know, where he had like these man- manic swings and they had these depressive swings. And I think that they, someone tweeted that at him at a point where he was maybe at his most depressed ever, and he just did it. And then he he did this, I think it was an Instagram story post, where he just said sorry to everyone. And he felt like he had done so many bad things or whatever that he couldn't ever get... Redeem himself? Yeah, redeem himself. He felt like he had gone to the point where he could not redeem himself. And that's why he took his life, according to him. And then, like, it was radio silence for, like, five days. He went missing. Uh, and I I had a pit in my stomach because I'm like, that just seemed like a suicide video. And, like, I think it was two days later they found a body in uh, the East well, River. Well, before that, they found they found items his, that they found his description switch. of, like, his stuff. Yeah, they found his Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. And when I saw that, I was like, he's dead. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, he was, like, super Nintendo fan. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, very much so a fanatic about Nintendo games. Uh, so, yeah, you know, like, it's sad. And I, don't, I wish that that didn't happen. And I wish that, like... I, I think what happened to Etika is a message to everyone who's a content creator of any kind, journalists, whatever, you write books, whatever, that, like, you can, like, it, it, it's, you're bigger than your work, you know? You're, yeah. you're someone's son, you're someone's brother, you're someone's uncle or whatever, you know? Like, you're dad, you know what I mean? Like, you're somebody. Uh, to somebody. Yeah. And I think, like, suicide is so uh, definitive. Like, there's... <laughs> it's, like, it's funny, because we haven't talked about this either. Uh, that Justin Roiland interview we did at E3, yeah. where he talked about, like, hey, don't kill yourself. He was like, you could just go to... You could just yeah. get a ticket and go somewhere instead. It's like, don't kill yourself. He's like, you can just listen, go start a new life somewhere if you really want to. Listen to like the California you, Raisins. Yeah. So, yeah. I yeah, I just I think there's other options, it, uh, and I understand hopelessness, and I think that, uh, I think hopelessness is kind of pervasive in American society today. There's like haves and have-nots, and it's easy to feel hopeless. But like, don't you know? There's 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 uh. There's a reason to continue to live. Mm-hmm. But cuz like what if this you is know, your only life? It's such a it's such a complex conversation though because there's feelings that people have caused by chemical imbalances and things like sure. that. Sure. There's so many factors. Sure. That go in to somebody in a mindset like Etika's that like you can't really you, like you like you said we're trying to not dissect it. It's cuz there's so yeah. There's like so many things that we'll never know about and we'll never understand about his makeup mm-hmm. that that took him to that point. But there, yeah, it, it didn't need to go that far. It never needs to go that far. No, and like uh-huh. I, 
I like I think a lot of people want to focus on all the positive things that Etika did in his content creation, but I can kind of point out some times where I was like his content took a turn for the negative. Where have you ever heard of eviscerations, Blake? Yeah, you actually told me about these. Yeah, so he 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 did an evisceration on someone who used to work at Shack News. Uh, at Evo 2017, they basically canceled Rakib. Remember Rakib Marvelous? Remember that dude? Mm-hmm. Uh, who was lying about stuff and like he got completely outed by Etika. Now, on one hand, Etika, what Etika did was actually virtuous, right? He was just outing rakib for lying to a bunch of people and putting them in a very bad living situation right uh but it was the method in which he it was done that i think is dangerous and speaks to the culture of youtubers right where i have to take him down he has to be erased he can't have he can't exist right and to a large extent, Rakib does not exist on the internet anymore. He's gone. I can't get a hold of him. I tried to send him a 1099. Couldn't even find him. So you know what I mean? Like, so when I see someone who did that, who like went to that dark side of the internet, it doesn't surprise me that he felt that way. That what he did was unforgivable. Like, I... I I'm not saying that I think it was unforgivable. I'm saying it doesn't surprise me that he felt that way. Because he probably did some really negative stuff to some people. You know, so I, I think that in a world where you, like, you think you can eviscerate and cancel people, you know, and erase their existence off the internet, it's not that big of a jump to think that erasing your existence off the planet is a solution, too. You know, I just think that that's that's what we saw there, uh, and it's sad. And I I wasn't friends with him, didn't know him, just kind of like two degree, like one degree of separation kind of thing. So a lot of his friends are my friends, and they're all very sad. So I'm sad for them. Yeah. Uh, and I'm I wish that yeah. there was I wish that there was a better way for a person in his situation to seek help because i think he was crying for help i think when he got swatted he was crying for help uh and like i don't know i think it's yeah a lot of these content creators man like you're alone you're just in your house you know and like the only time you're ever really engaging with people is when you're in front of the camera so it's like, I don't think there was anyone there physically to be like, hey, dude, don't do this. You know, like, I don't think there was anyone like physically there, even though he had a million subs or whatever. Like, there wasn't anyone actually there. I think uh, that's that's the really sad part. And I think to his friends, that's the thing that they're most sad about was that they weren't able to be there for him. Yeah, no, you know? that is, I mean, that's pretty much it. Like, I... Uh, this stuff just, it ripples. It just ripples through your community, your friends, your family, your coworkers. Like, mm-hmm. when this stuff happens, yeah, it's bad. It affects people in a lot of different ways. Like, no matter sure. how close they are to you. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely wanted to mention Etika. Um, 
because I think that was a really it's a it's a big deal what happened there and I hope yeah. that I hope people can learn from it I really do uh, and it's like that's the side of content creation that people don't talk about the stress of being a one man show you yeah. know the stress of having to be that show having to bring that energy all the time but also and then always having to one up yourself and then you going too far and then this downward spiral you know like uh-huh. i i've seen it with some other really bad youtubers like i don't like jake paul i don't like logan you know those logan guys paul, yeah. logan paul when yeah. he logan paul filming a video in at the suicide forest in japan that was a low point for youtube yeah um but yeah like so i mean you see that there's like this exponential growth curve and then you start to flatten out so you start to take these risks and eventually you can lose your soul i'm not saying that's what happened with etika i'm just saying that when it comes to content creation and like uh you know not not necessarily clickbait but sensationalist content i think it would be a better way to describe it i, I think that that can yeah. you know the that thing, can probably drain anybody the internet likes to tear people down a lot but i mean if the internet only knew that building people up felt so much better than mm-hmm. tearing people down uh we'd probably all be better off right now just as a fucking society just as a fucking North American Western Hemisphere society. Okay, so <laughs> should we do the the power rankings? It's been so long. Power sure. rankings. Okay. So these are the three the three worst shackers. Number three. Okay. Number three. Uh oh, he's back on. Wickus is the worst. What do you do? Because the third worst, he was too busy to transcribe the episode. He didn't even make it. He made it like one episode before he stopped transcribing. Them. I got to say, I don't miss the transcribing from Wickus. I don't either. But I'm just saying, he's like, I'm going to do it, you dudes. First of and all, he couldn't even make Wickus, it two episodes. If you're going to transcribe, you noob, you fucking noob, you cut out the ums yes. and all that bullshit. Yes. That's Second, right. don't do it. My vanity mentions took a big hit. Oh, you're, you're insane for you. I, I don't even use that thing. Yeah. That's why I don't notice. But half of them call me TMWTB anyway. You have, well, that's the thing. People search for, like, set your briefcase duder, your briefcase yeah. man, yeah. your TMWB. Yeah. TMWTB. T- sometimes just Asif. A few people have just called you Khan, yeah. which I think is a bit presumptuous. Yeah, what Khan sure. say? Like, hey, guys, well, slow your roll there. Yeah, they do call me Khan sometimes. <laughs> it's weird. Um, so that's number three. Wickis kind of terrible for that number two. and then like um i like your post wickes but no i'm not talking it's not really just, just for this specific thing the only reason he's on the board again is because he stopped transcribing it but, and but I, don't restart <laughs> okay don't restart if you restart wickes you'll probably you'll be, be back higher. you might move up <laughs> you'll move up i'm serious but i had to give him shit for just even yeah because okay. he said he was talking gonna do a lot something, of game and then he didn't and then he didn't so i have to call him out for it yeah so Wick is your number three. Number two, 
people complaining about how long it's been since we did the shack cast oh man like i'm sorry but like we're human beings we need time to like recover from things wait hold on enough people listen to this that there are people complaining about it Yes, that is so flattering. If, you, if only you know what, maybe Blake's in there too. Because oh, you don't read the chatty just, enough. Blake, you just made the list. You just oh, made the list. Right. You don't even read the chatty enough long, <laughs> enough to even know that people are asking. Take some for pride it. in I this content, man. These guys, man. I, I swear com- to God, I, have, I don't know how many years I've been doing this. I have David, completely destroyed to ask people to read their own community's <laughs> forum. Like hey. it's like. Oh my God! I, I don't have time for that. Hey, I have to go to Facebook and fart out some political bullshit. I I have to go to Facebook. I saw sir. my lol today. I have Facebook pictures to look at. I saw. I my can't lol. be on Chatty. Chatty's so hard to read. How am I supposed to read a chat? Chatty's easier. Chatty's easier to read than Reddit, man. Right? Man. Reddit, you have to sort. You have to go like, oh wait, this is best. I want new, or do I want old, or do I want controversial? Whatever the fuck that is. There's like four staffers that post on Chatty. Okay. It's David, Ozzy, Chris, and you, me. And yeah, David. you gotta have to include yourself. Do I include myself in this? Yeah. What about yeah, Berkelton? Yeah. Berkelton. Oh yeah, Greg. Sorry, uh, Greg. Greg does post. He's a terrible poster, but he t- does post. You are a terrible poster. Greg's a shit Greg. poster. We love sure. Greg. Terrible poster, yeah. but he does post. Yeah, but he does okay, post. in my defense, he actually asked me for a shout. No, see, that's the whole point. Was, you can, there's no defense. It's indefensible. I lo- I'm I busy. Saw. I have to go on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. I have to go on Instagram. I have to go on Facebook. I have to go on YouTube. But I can't go on the chat. Look. Oh my God. Hey. Who has time for that? Look. Who's time for their own website? You know what happened this week someone pitched a headline for an article i wrote on sunday on monday and i was like oh so no one reads the site either hey, sweet i my, can't get you to read the front page my thirst trap empire you know what yes yeah, you might be number one my, instead of me my wait thirst. not me though okay not you it's, it's uh, number one was going to be the host of this show us for not being <laughs> We were going to be number one. You can just keep it we're, at that if you're trying to okay, get we'll me on there. We'll keep it at that. But staff, you're on notice. No, okay. no, 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 no. I'm going to I'm gonna put you in the hot seat, Asif. You can't do that because you opened the show by saying we've been busy. We have. We put out great content. If yeah. we had not done a Shackcast and not produced great content, then we'd be number one. Okay. But we can't okay. be number no, one. No, you're not number one. You're on notice. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, we're on notice. The staff <laughs> is on notice. Well, look, I know you have to read the website, staff. Hey, so, read it. I'm, I know. I'm just not. I'm, Front talk page, to the rest of the back staff. page, middle <laughs> page. Talk to the rest of I them. Try not lead to. by example. There <laughs> you go. There you go. Guys, this is why you're on notice. Guys. So number one is us for not recording an E3 episode. I'm sorry. We could, bum, when when, when could we? We couldn't do it. I'm sorry though. I want to. I want to put us on blast and say I'm sorry. Oh okay. well, we've okay. done it. We've done it twice now. Yeah, there you go. Can I just say? Okay. I have completely destroyed my circadian rhythm for Shack News at this point, and also and still can't I saw be my lull. Hey, I told you about my lull today. You know what's funny about that lol? You don't get credit for that lol. Shaq News does. Because it was posted by Shaq News. I did it for Shaq News. Of course, you did it. Did I forget to change my... No, it it was under my name. Yes, but it's not your chatty account. Your chatty account is not attached to your articles. It's only attached to your original post. So what you're saying is big government 
just took my lol from me. Yeah, big Shaq news. I Shaq news has a lot of lol history. I don't have a the lot Shaq of lol. The Shaq Illuminati is of... real, and it's taken your lols. People. I bet I know what my number one lol po- lol post is though. I had a really good comeback. By the way, I am really proud of my. Store. I'm really proud of my article that did get that lol, because I got to write about iced tea, which is kind of my favorite subject. No, and it, yeah, it, and you know what? It's a good article. I'm glad it exists. It got the lol, but did you see you the caption get... though? I'm so proud I of need... that caption in I the photo. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just, it is, it's, it's my thing, I admit, but I'm really proud of it, if you haven't seen it. I mean, here it is. Yeah. Which- oh, <laughs> yes, 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 I did see that. This is Ice-T's fuggliest role since 1995's Tank Girl. That's right. That's solid. That was a deep pull. Uh, and yeah, we, uh, I did a letter from the editor in between the last episode and now. So we're covering Tesla and space and electric vehicles. Oh, and oh we launched, tabletop. we launched, uh, Shack News is a publisher now. We launched yeah, two books. We launched two books. We've been very busy is our yeah. kind of our point. Have, but Wick is still is on, on the list. I literally have a giant and what pile is, What's of his toys. forum name on Giant Bomb? I bet he, I bet he breaks down the Giant Bomb transcript. Is he like maybe on Giant Bomb he posts a lot about Shaq News? I doubt it. I don't know. I doubt anyone does that. So <laughs> I really I don't think anyone's like, hey, check out this thread over on Shaq News about Trump. It's probably the Trump dump. Yeah, I don't think that they do that though. Giant, no. I know we know some Giant Bomb staff who uh, they don't contribute to the Trump dump. I know they contribute, but I don't think you're allowed to share the Trump dump over there. Probably not. I so, think political discourse is banned. Can I really on Giant Bomb? Can I just say I'm really excited that we're going to be covering toys now? Yeah, you should. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, it's. I think it's going to be good. I think it makes sense. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, definitely, especially because there is a big, big, over, over, like crossover between toys and collectibles and video games now. Blake, a lot of what we do as games journalists is superficial. Also, Blake, we're covering toys now. I can like toys and uh, doing other things. I'm allowed okay. to be a complex human being with many things and activities that give me that spark joy. I think the, the main reason I did it was that you're seeing a lot more video game toys. You are. Um, more than ever before. And the quality is very good. But so, yeah, I think mm-hmm. that we're getting these relationships. Hi, Lola. With. Uh, yes, I know. I yeah. know. I know. She's like, you have toys for me? No, I don't. She's thinking about getting off the couch. It's, it's just, time. You, you know. She might hit power off on the recording. I've been a toy collector for a little, for most of my life, admittedly. Uh, it's something Greg and Blake were both asking me about, and we've just had PR companies kind of yeah, Hasbro, asking us about coverage. Hasbro's like, been hollering at us a lot, actually. Yeah, so like, we're like, <laughs> well... We're not going to just say no to this whole new coverage space that is being offered to us. I guess. It's like, hey, do you want to check out this stuff that you're already paying out the nose for? I think it fits because we're at a point now where you either have on the chatty, which nobody reads apparently, 
Um, you have Dad Shack. Yeah. And they're interested in toys for their kiddos. All right. And then you also have Sad Shack, which are just old dudes that have toys. Yeah. And they're interested in toy videos, too. All right. Yeah. So I think, like, the demographics speak for themselves. The, the people... Yeah. The, and the response to... Not just... I, I don't think... You left off one part of it. It's not just toys or collectibles. It's tabletop. Yeah, tabletop. Which I well. do think... That makes... See, that makes more sense Tabletop to me. is gaming. Yeah. Yeah. But... Yeah, no, I you know David clearly is not going to write a long read about GI Joe. No, no, absolutely not. Although <laughs> Thundercats, although maybe. there has been some really interesting, like have you the the Netflix uh, documentary series on the history of toys and like certain like you know uh, Thundercats on it. Uh, I don't think that the Thundercats have been on it. That's a hard pass from me, Blake. Oh, David, that you were actually one of the, you were the person I was trying to think of. Super7.com right now has some like some of the best Thundercat figures I've ever seen on pre-order. Really? Right now, yeah. Like Super 7? Super 7. They, I've never heard of that. I'll have to they check do it out. they do the reaction figures, that's probably what they're most known for, but they also own hmm. they also own the Muscle Men uh, license now and they do a lot of like retro toys and like Japanese import stuff. So they're they're kind of like, yeah, like the reaction stuff is a lot more like Kenner, like old school Kenner toys, you know, like where the arms don't bend at the elbows and the legs don't kind bend of, at the knees. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, I so. guess kind of on a related note, um, I don't know, I can't remember if this is something we hit. I was kind of disappointed to, um, I don't remember exactly what happened to Think Geek. I think someone acquired them. GameStop. GameStop. GameStop did, yeah. That kind of that kind of bummed me out. Yeah, um, I, I like Think Geek a lot. They basically shuttered all Think Geeks. Yeah, and you they know, fired everyone at Think Geek, yeah. and they absorbed it into GameStop. When, and now GameStop's sh- uh, floor space is just more Think Geek inventory were, than it used to do be. Do you guys remember old, old, old Think Geek, where it was yeah, just yeah. like random nerdy stuff it wasn't like licensed pop culture just really stuff. cool stuff yeah. that seemed to come out of nowhere like, yeah I, w- I bought a stylophone off there i bought an yeah. automaton uh i also bought like this little blip beat maker thing you know i bought a lot of quirky little nerdy gadgets off there back in the day yes mm-hmm. yeah and that was before they were a physical store yeah they were just a website well, even before right, they were right. that's what i was even before of, yeah. they were a physical store though they started leaning towards that like Oh, now we've got Star Trek license, and now we've got Star yeah. Wars license, and just kind of that member berry stuff, rather than being like geek chic or like cutting edge nerdy toys. Yeah, they used like. to be really cool stuff, and then they just became a whole bunch of licensed. They were Trader Joe's, and then they just became a Vons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like the crappy Vons with the bad produce section. They became the bad Walmart. <laughs> yeah. Oh, with the oh wow. No, not yet. GameStop is on its way though. Yeah, I you know that I think I can't remember where Although we were. If Walmart, I think this was at QuakeCon. We were like, if Walmart, who's gonna die first? It's uh, Office Depot, uh, GameStop, or U.S. Steel. Ooh man. <laughs> well, I'm gonna. I would have if you had asked me before. Before some of those tariffs got removed and things were still kind of on the table with China, I would have said U.S. Steel. Um, 
Now I'm going to go with Office Depot just because I think that they're, yeah. they've been dying the longest. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm with Blake on that one. Office Depot, though, man, like I went there. I went there wanting to buy something, right? I was going to buy some office chairs because I'm like, we don't need gaming chairs for the office, right? I right. was like, I can do fine with just an office chair. You need office chairs for the gaming. The office chairs were terrible. And they cost as much as a gaming chair. So expensive. I was like, well, screw this. I'm just going to get a gaming chair. Yeah. Off of Amazon. And that's what I did. Yeah. I literally bought the chair while I was sitting in the chair at Office Depot. And that's when I was like, they're not long for this world. No. (laughs) I guess they'll exist because people need printer paper and they need it now. They can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, so although that, that even that's tough. Like, yeah, you can get that at Target and Walmart. Like, so there you go. There's yeah. absolutely no reason for Office Depot to exist. I don't. Think and those so. things are massive. They Every are. time I go in there, there's like six employees. Or can I help you? I'm like, I just nope. need some. I know where I'm going. I just need a USB thumb drive. You know, I, they, I had, they it, feed it off s- your need for assistance. That it had been so lot. long since I entered an Office Depot. Is that where we went in Texas? We had to pick up like a bunch of or no E three. I think we, we had to pick up a bunch of mice and stuff. Remember? Where, I think I that was that Best was. Buy. No, that wasn't Best Buy. Oh man! Uh, it well, was some um, Depot, probably. So, oh yeah, that's where the brief where we buy the briefcase. So staples. I, oh yeah, it was. Th- yeah, I just I remember I f- I forgot because it'd been so long since I'd been in there, into one of those. How like crappy the computers they sell are. Yes. <sighs> Like, why do those computers get floor space? The amount of floor space dedicated to worthless computers at those places yeah, is baffling. It is. It's like, here's this piece of crap laptop that nobody wants. No. And it's $500. And you're like, no, it's worth $200. And, like, they have the racks of software with, like, all the demo disks. I'm like, oh, yeah, demo disks. I forgot I can get those here. Software. Buying software at a store. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. That's uh. just... It does not oh, happen. Staples. That's what I mean. Like, it's a race, though. They need One to hit of, that damn easy button. But don't like. <laughs> do you think? I, I thought I've had some success in U.S. steel investing in the past. Yeah. So I'm always fascinated by that company because I'm like they've been able to survive for a very long time. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Great Depression era company. Yeah. Um, it's you know, steel. We need steel. We need steel. So, but do we really need steel? Yes. We need steel more than we need anything at Staples. Or anything at GameStop. Or anything at GameStop. You know what I need, we don't. guys? I need, to, what do you need? I need to talk about Borderlands 3. Okay. Before it's too late. <laughs> yeah, talk about Borderlands 3. I love it. Give it to me now. I want it okay. so bad. Oh, my God. I've got some extended hands-on time. I got to play Black, the, the final bounty hunter, the one that they hadn't revealed until recently. Well, well, they'd revealed them, but they or them, but they hadn't shown them off fully. Like you know, hands-on time, really getting into the nitty-gritty of the character. And Flack is a combination of the two characters I played previously in Borderlands One and Two, which is Mordecai the Hunter and mm-hmm. Zero the Assassin. So. Uh, like, Flack has the ability... Well, Flack has three pets that you can choose from that are, are just AI companions that are in the game the whole time you're playing. They can die, they can be revived. 
Uh, each one has like its own special abilities. So there's like a skag puppy that'll just like, you know, chase down enemies and rip them apart. Uh, there's a spider ant that has a drill for one of its feet. So it just, you know, drills into things. Uh, and then there's also this uh, creature. It's like kind of like a monkey, but you can give it a gun. And later on, you can equip it with armor as well. And it'll also throw toxic barrels, a la Donkey Kong, at enemies uh, every once in a while. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So so that's all cool. And then, uh, like, Flak's special abilities are they can summon some flying, exploding skags to assault enemies. Or they can make their... They can embiggen their, uh, their AI creature companion so it becomes like a giant exploding monster for a short amount of time and then uh flat can also go invisible to get out of sticky situations depending on how you want to play uh hmm. so like the skag the flying skags or racks rather i said skags but the racks the flying racks are very much like mordecai's uh special attack in the first borderlands and then turning invisible uh was what zero could do in Borderlands 2, so it's kind of cool to see those two characters combined into one character. It pretty much guarantees that I'm going to be playing as Flack when Borderlands... Well, Borderlands 3 comes out before I can play it. I'll be in Japan on tour with uh, Productive Citizen and Megaran when it comes out, which is pretty cool too, but uh, yeah. Well, technically, we'll probably be at TGS that day. I think so. I think it comes out TGS the last day of that TGS. Weekend. Yeah, it's going to be that weekend, I think, they launched yeah. then. So, uh, yeah, um, there's so many cool games coming out in September that I'm like, uh, I, I wish, wish I could play that. Yeah. Gears 5 is going to be the one that I'm like sitting in Japan like, damn it, mm. there's people out there playing Horde right now. <laughs> well, does Zelda come out by the time you're home? No, it comes out, it'll be out while I'm in Japan. I'll just buy it for the Switch. Yeah. yeah. I'm not on the review for that, uh, but I'll just buy it. I wonder who is. I don't remember. Man, we'll have to take a look. There's a, but, um, there's a spreadsheet for that. Yeah. But just getting back to the Borderlands <laughs> stuff, uh, it is they've added sliding and mantling to the game. Yeah. So there's a lot more verticality to a lot of the combat, which I like. Um, but it's still Borderlands at its core, and it's that's still great. the The new weapons are to they are totally cool. Some weapons have built-in shields. Other ones, like, when you throw them instead of just, like... They've always had wet guns that when you ran out of ammo and you threw them, they would explode. And then another one would just regenerate. But now they have ones that do that and then turn into, like, little turrets. Stuff like that. Like, just all sorts of crazy stuff that you don't expect. Um, with different weapons now. And they have iced tea. They have freaking iced tea. As the world's fuggliest teddy bear AI. Uh, I, f I feel like this is a shot across the bow at Gears, because Ice-T was in Gears, right? And, and now he's in Borderlands. I think it's just Ice-T is a popular gamer and a popular figure. And, and a recognizable voice. I mean, how... I've been telling you to get Ice-T to come do, like, a tournament with us. I know, I'm trying to get Forever. Ice-T. He's busy. So... Randy Pitchford threw money at him. I couldn't get him. Yeah, so Randy Pitchford magically made a pile of cash appear in front of Ice-T so we couldn't get a hold of him. <laughs> uh, but 
my point being this is this, you know, Ice T is just in demand by everyone, including Shaq Newt. So, yes. yeah, just I was just I, I just felt good because I recognized his voice, like without having to be told who he was. You know, yeah. like they just kind of were like playing, like when we did the press event, they're like, "All right, we're gonna put you in this like mission on Eden Six. It's a new planet." And I'm playing it, and I like we rescued this teddy bear from inside a like dinosaur's stomach. And I'm just like, I look at the like, like I, I like, you know, wave my hand at the PR guy. I'm like, this is Ice T, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's totally Ice T. You're the only one to catch that because I recognize Ice T's voice anywhere, anytime. Yep. He's always on the case, helping out murders, stopping helping rape. out murderers, Help, helping stop murder rapist from eating babies. That's true. That's right. He does stop the murder rapist very well. It's like, hey, get away from that baby. You shouldn't be eating those things. <laughs> yeah, so, so I just uh, wanted to yeah, I just wanted to talk about that. Uh No, it looks great. It, I you know, go look at all my gameplay. They will have a I did. Oh, I'm people listening to the podcast though. I know. But I'm I'm just letting them know I did oh. and they should. I'm glad you did. Thank you to whoever. But they won't because they, they barely click on links. These jerks that listen to us. Thank you to whoever gave me the lull. If they're listening. Yeah. I, there's a way to figure that out. You just have to go look at the lulls for Shaq News user. Which I don't know. Huh. <laughs> In fact, let's go check out the Shaq News lull page. Like, has anyone else right? ever gotten the lull? Oh, please. Has a Shaq News article gotten the wall? I mean, yes. Have you seen our ninja coverage? Get it? No? Okay. Uh, let's see. Lol page. Tags. I gotta sign in. Look how wide. I. You know, it was funny. I finally signed up for Shaq News Mercury, right? Uh, because I added that Lola button. Have you seen the Lola button? Mm -hmm. It's pretty great. Uh, so yeah, you go to user stats, tag user. Oh man, I have to log in as maybe. Nope. Huh. I'm not sure how to look at Shack News. Uh, I guess I could probably find. Uh huh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I'll find it. It's not that big a deal. The important thing is I got a lull. No, it's important. It's super important. We must know how many lols Shaq News got today. No, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Uh, but yeah, I've seen articles get like 42 lols before. Wow. Yeah, it was like at the top of the homepage that day. I was like, what Shaq News article? Nice. Like I, you remember when I did that video where I interviewed a, a inflatable elephant and I dubbed Palmer Lucky's voiceover? Oh, I liked that. Yeah, yeah, that got some walls. So, yeah, and Palmer liked it. Did he? Yeah, that dude stopped by our E3 booth. Did you know that? No, no, I didn't. Yeah, I chatted with Palmer for about twenty minutes. Uh, he he got a Lola T-shirt for him and his uh, future wife. This year he did? Yeah, he was at our booth this year. That's the first time hearing of this. Yeah. It was the... It must have been the second to last day. Wednesday? 
was it in the morning? Um, kind of the afternoon. Okay. I must have been in between interviews or something. I think something. that's the day. I I don't know what Blake did after the turn of the. I slept in that day. Yeah. Yeah. I know Lola. Hi. Hi. Oh, hi there. Hi. Lola is now on my lap. So, hi, Dupes. So what else is on the the docket? Man. Um, I I don't got really anything else to talk about. I don't. You know, I'd like to just shout out. Uh, we mentioned I went to Tenocon. Yeah, I've been playing. I mean, I was playing Warframe nonstop before Tenocon, but I've still been playing it since after Tenocon. I love Warframe. I'm really excited about Empyrean coming up. They haven't announced it yet. Yes, I have a little inside info on that, but uh, I can't really say anything at the moment. But but the spaceships, um, the spaceships. Yeah, I'm. I, I want to fight with spaceships. Everybody needs to like get in on Warframe now. Because the next yes. over the next few months, like Warframe is gonna be like, how did I sleep on this? I still think Warframe right now is a game where people should be like, how did I sleep on this? Like, there's just so I just much don't understand content. why people play Destiny Two instead of it. Yeah, when you don't have to pay shit for Warframe and you get yeah. way more content than Destiny Two, and stuff is way less locked behind a paywall, you know, like. The grind is not difficult. The grind is enjoyable. There's just so much stuff to do. Uh, admittedly, I did get a little bit overwhelmed last night when my friend was like, oh, I can't believe you're not full rank with this, like, one planetary network. And I was like, oh, God, I don't even want to, like, think about that right now because I'm trying to rank up all this oh, other stuff. So, uh, if you like third-person action games, uh, it, like, it's just, it's freaking gorgeous, right? There's and there's just so much limitless stuff that you can do with what in Warframe, so many different mission types, so many varieties of frames that you can unlock and play with. And now Dan Trachtenberg has done the new cinematic opening for uh, gamers that are uh, just joining the world of Warframe. Like you'll be treated the I I would go watch the opening cinematic if you haven't yet because it's freaking awesome. And it'll probably do a better job of making you want to play Warframe than I could. Yeah. Uh, also, I went to Evo. Oh, snap. <laughs> Evo. We talked about Evo on the wide world of esports, electronic sports yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's why I just wanted to just mention yeah. it. I, kind of, I, I, I did go to Evo. I got to witness uh, MKLeo lose. That was interesting because it was in like the round of 128 or 256. Mm. And Samurai Showdown's going on on the main stage. So you have Samurai Showdown. And this is like Justin Wong and like Infiltration. Like, you know, people that we know mm -hmm. from the old days of esports. So it was like a blast from a past, like watching that. And then I got MK Leo, and I can't remember which Japanese player knocks him out. But it's like the whole conference hall is like. There's like a gasp when it happens because like they're all like, "Oh my god, Leo just lost," and he goes down to losers, and he goes on to win the whole thing with this amazing comeback in the finals of Smash Ultimate. Smash Ultimate had two hundred thousand, two hundred seventy thousand people watching it on Sunday night <laughs> of Evo. That is a that's a bona fide esport, and it's fun to watch. And like, 
I just I am really impressed by Leo. I think he's very good. But it's this it's it's the same moment that we had with Zero back in Smash Four days. It's like the perfect character for the perfect player. He's now the dominant guy that like everyone's gonna go after. Uh, but yeah, Evo was amazing. Uh, I just wanted to shout it out real quick. And yeah, there was a Pakistani kid who won the the Tekken Seven tournament. He's the unified Evo champion. He is from nice. Pakistan, and he won Evo Japan, and he won Evo in Vegas this nice. year. Nice. So that's the first unified champion they've ever had in any game. Huh. And there's not like there's some massive esports scene in Pakistan. This kid's just been practicing, you know, his craft. I I, I would love to interview him because I'm curious where he's from and like the challenges of trying to be an esports player from that country. Yeah. Because it was really cool, like, uh, seeing that flag. Like, you normally see, like, South Korea, Japan, America, you know, some European countries. But see Pakistan up in the mix. I was like, wow, this is cool. And then he, like, won. He's a super humble dude. Like, it was a fun story to see that. Uh, and I hope, yeah, I hope we get to see him more. But, yeah, there was, like, this was the first Smash Ultimate Evo appearance. And I feel like they did they did a very good job of showing that game on that stage. Because like, I think a lot of fighting game fans, yourself included, kind of look at Smash as like, oh, that's cute. No, no, no. I, I recognize it as a, as a pro-level game. I just am not interested in it at all. Are you still not playing it? Not really. I mean, I, I liked Ultimate a lot. It's probably my favorite Smash. I just... That game makes me feel old because I can't follow it at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember the first time I was like 16 or 17 when the first Capcom versus, whether that was X Men versus Street Fighter, Marvel's Capcom, whichever one it was. Yeah. That game was like so frantic and frenetic. I just I couldn't follow it. And mm-hmm. I feel that way with Smash. Really? But I, I, I acknowledge that it's a pro level game. It's just not my game. I, I watch Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. So, I did you watch Sonic kid. Fox just wreck yeah. everyone in sight? I did. He yeah. is so good at that yeah. game. Yeah. Like yeah. filthy good. Yeah. And then like also made it into finals of Dragon Ball Fighters. Right. That was probably my favorite part of Evo that even though he came in second, he was such a, a gracious when loser. When Goichi beat him. Yeah. And it was like finally because Goichi and him had thrown down so many times. Yeah. That was an emotional I, win for Goichi. Yeah. yeah. And Goichi was playing hurt. He had he had like an injured wrist, I guess. Mm-hmm. So he was not a hundred percent and he beat his like right. arch rival. Yeah. Uh, great moment, mm-hmm. and that game is still really fun to watch. You know, like, and I thought Samurai Showdown was really cool. Hmm. So I, yeah, I had a great time day two of Evo. Uh, it was just amazing competition, man. Uh, except for Mortal Kombat 11, Sonic Fox kind of ran away with that. I think that was expected, though. He, yeah. I watch him stream, and he's just a machine at yeah. that game. Yeah. <laughs> And it like he does well with he, those Nether Realm games. He also he played characters I like. Like I think uh, for Mortal Kombat X, that game was kind of broken. Uh-huh. Um, especially Aaron Black. I think he played Aaron yeah, Black, all and the I, time. I I was kind of I turned against him a little bit there because I thought that was boring as shit. But now he's playing like Cassie Cage and Jackie Briggs, and those are characters that actually take skill to use. Mm-hmm. And so I was I I really liked watching him play. He plays who he thinks is the best character. Yeah, yeah. I like that he doesn't really he kind of shatters the notion of tears. He plays yeah. who he likes, yeah. as you said, and uh, just excels with them. It's just Yeah. So that It's impressive that he can excel at more than one fighting game though. 
even mm-hmm. at the same tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to make it to the finals of fighters without really practicing fighters, yeah, just speaks to how good he is at video games. Mm-hmm. Like uh-huh. I think that guy, if you throw him into a Smash tournament, he'd probably make it into top eight, like somehow. I can just see that. Understanding, yeah. like he's just good. Understanding how fighting games work. He core. joked about it. He like Man. he joked about going pro in Smash when it came out because he liked it so much. I mean, he's kind of like the new Seth Killian in a lot of ways. Uh-huh. Like. I don't know. Are, are you guys familiar with, with Seth Killian? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've been to Capcom USA a couple of times. But he worked there, and I chatted with him while he was there. Yeah. So, like, you know, he... I mean, he helped bring Street Fighter into a modern era just, uh, you know, as a consultant. But, like, before that, you know, he was, like, the hottest, like, fighting game competitor out there. Mm-hmm. You know? And... It was great to see him doing commentary at Evo this year. Yeah. He did he did Street Fighter Five. Evo mm-hmm. is his baby in a lot it. of ways, you know? Like he's he's part of the team that helped make Evo. Yeah, he's happen. one of the co founders of Evo. Yeah. Um But uh I wanna see what Sonic Fox does like, you know, after he's done being a competitor. I wanna see him get into consulting. I what if, like, you know, what if he consults on another Mortal Kombat game or he consults on, like, the next Dragon Ball Fighters or something like that, you know? Like, where is this I kid's... I could see Netherrealm... I could see Netherrealm hiring Yeah, him. where is this kid's influence going to take him? That's that's kind of what I'm curious about. Like, we saw it with Zero. He got hired by id. Yeah, because... And now he's over there helping with Quake Champions. Because you don't have a long career in competitive gaming. You just, you, I mean, you do fighters well, like like last a little longer. Yeah, but you 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 know what I'm saying though, right? Like it's like we even talked about how a, we've even talked about how like Zero has pivoted to mm-hmm. doing like less stuff on the road and focusing more on like live streaming now and stuff like that. You know, like it's an exhausting thing to run the circuit. So, like, and that's yes. that's how you make your money is pretty much going from tournament to tournament. And, like, doing that constantly, like, that's, yeah, that's a lot. And then, like, like Sonic Fox does his own live streaming as well. So, you know, it's, like, you burn out on shit like that quickly. That's, I think it's just the nature of the beast. Maybe he'll go the ninja route and Microsoft will buy him. <laughs> yes, buy him for Killer Instinct. Yeah, right? <laughs> like they're like, okay, you no longer stream Mortal Kombat, you stream Killer Instinct. Make him a and make him a boss. Play. Make him a boss like they did Seth Killian. Sonic Fox yeah. could totally. There's a werewolf in that game already. You could even just make it an alt skin <laughs> if you wanted to. Oh man, Sonic Fox is like a assist trophy. Or in, in fucking Dark Dark Stalkers, bring back Dark Stalkers, <laughs> Sonic Fox. But yeah, I just I think we're I think Microsoft set a new precedent. They're just gonna start buying influencers. What about okay, but for real, can we get <laughs> good for them though? Can we like, can we get a new No Dark one is Stalkers? playing Halo. Well we'll just buy some people to play Halo and then they'll be popular. And we're gonna buy a streaming service and make it more popular than Twitch. It's such a Microsoft thing to do. It is. It's like the zoom of of streaming platforms. They'll start their own casino with blackjack and hookers. You know what? Yeah, that's Forget what happened. the casino. We're just doing this. Forget the hookers. We're just going to get Ninja instead. And it's like some big coup. And then like the response by Twitch was so terrible. Twitch you is know? really showing their true colors right now. 
Twitch. And like, I actively call them out all the time on our stream. Yeah. Because I'm like, you're not listening, Twitch. Like, go fuck yourselves. It's <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like you're not you're not paying attention when people are streaming porn on like a Fortnite channel. I mean, do you think? And twenty thousand people are watching hardcore porn. And it's on the front page of your platform. You don't even notice. Do you think that they like, ever Is cared? anyone there? I don't know huh? if they've ever cared. I don't know, man. Here's, here's... I don't think they've ever cared, but it wasn't as big of a deal when they weren't the dominant streaming platform. The thing about... When, it, when streaming was still in its infancy, it was easier to detect a porn thing. Like, I get it. As you scale, it's harder to moderate. Yeah. That's a problem Facebook's going through. But... The... but it's. I think that they've always been selective about how they implement their moderation rules, and then I think that they're just not paying attention when it comes to copyright infringement, when it comes to pornography, uh-huh. when it comes to hate speech. They're just not paying attention. So Twitch has had a nepotism problem across the board for mm-hmm. a very long time, and that's not sure. just with their broadcasters. I mean internally with their hiring practices who ends up on their marketing teams who ends up in their like other management positions how those people are treated and approached for those jobs you know it's all very much uh a fraternal order of people that from the industry that all knew have all known each other and i think because of that no one was really policing things very early on and they need to figure out they the fact that they still haven't figured out how to be preemptive instead of reactionary is their biggest issue at this point i feel yeah like, i think look. i think that's i think that's true but i also think like acting like twitch is just twitch is bullshit yeah. twitch is amazon they have all the resources in the fucking world. So, you know, so it's like they could do this. They have like the world's best AI assistant. You know, mm-hmm. they have this like AI that exists in a cloud. I guarantee there's no effort going on to figure out how to use neural networks or AI to improve Twitch moderation. So there's total like you could totally use computer vision and a lot of other things to prevent this. You know, and it's like it's something where I can actually say YouTube is doing a better job at moderating. YouTube. Mixer. Mixer's doing a better job of moderating. They Mixer's doing a great job because they're very clear about their rules. Yeah. And they're clear about how they're implemented and they're consistent. Yeah. And like the, the people in charge of Mixer know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's such a ridiculous thing to like to pay someone to leave a streaming platform. And also, like, think about Ninja building up those subs, right? Just to leave them like that. The whole idea of building a community. It'd be like, hey, guys, thanks for all this Mercury money. I'm going to go over to Microsoft now. Well, I guess this will answer that. You can pay me over there. Thanks for the money, though. Bye. But this will answer the like, question, right? Is is Twitch the platform or is Twitch the community? Like, that's that's probably what we're going to find out here with Ninja, right? Yes, I agree. And I, I think that um, I think Twitch is not a community. I agree. It's a, series, it's a series of communities, though. And, like, it's a vessel for communities to exist in. 
it's, it's um, but I do not think Twitch itself is a community. I don't feel like that I, at all. I feel I'm like Twitch is sort of public access Patreon in a lot of ways. Yes. If I could sure. coin a term right now. There you go. I think that's a good way to describe it. It's like you you pay people to entertain you in a live broadcast setting on the on the fly, essentially. Oh, I got that <sighs> ear, huh? You like that ear. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, there you go. That's all there is to it. I really wish. I really think it's. I think it's messed up that people were mad at Mixer for being like, you can dress like this, or you can dress like this and put an 18 plus thing on your channel, and that's it. And everyone's like, oh my god, this is sexy. This is this. This is that. And even though they're saying you can just do, you can broadcast how you want to. You just have to accept that, like, you're gonna. If you want to show cleavage, you got to put an 18 plus on it. That is But how will I make money off of these teenage boys who are sweating? Oh man, because a teenage boy has never figured out how to find titties on the internet before. I'm just right? saying, dude, like there's the whole concept of that is because you what you can be thirteen to create a Twitch account and I'm sure there's six year olds that have Twitch accounts out yeah. there. And they're like, Oh my god, a girl You know? That's that attitude. That's all I'm saying. Is like there's a gr- there's definitely I'm not saying every woman on Twitch I'm saying there's certain women on Twitch that definitely take advantage of young men and boys that are just sitting there staring at them and it's like and whatever hey, hey, if hey, you're hey. gonna do it do it fine no more power yeah. to them not hating at all yeah. just saying it's facts that's what's happening so the, when they hear that they can't do that at Mixer they're like it's sexist I'm like no it's just rules, and they're very clearly stated, you know? And I, I don't think that's the end of the world. Yeah, Mixer didn't say but, you couldn't uh, do anything. They just said, like, you're going to do yeah, it this way. You just got to click that. That's it. And they'll actually moderate it because they're Microsoft. Microsoft oh, there she goes. doesn't have... Microsoft is good, but they're not... Bezobuck's good, right? Right? Or is Microsoft bigger than... No, they're not bigger than Bezos. Yes, they, they are. are? Microsoft is the largest company in the world right now. No one even realized it. There was no fanfare. You remember when Apple hit a trillion dollars? I was like, Apple hits a trillion dollars. Microsoft hit a trillion dollars. People were like, eh. Yeah, Microsoft's the biggest company in the world. Fucking killing it. Satya Nadella, best thing to ever happen to that company. Nice. You can draw, a, put a circle on the date that he became CEO. The stock is up, I think, $100 from there. Wow. Yeah, so he has killed it, and it's not because of Xbox or anything. Oh, it's, no. it's uh, it's Azure, it's Office three sixty five. Office three sixty five was pretty bu- brilliant, you know, basically doing what Creative Cloud did, turning Office into a subscription service instead of a uh, instead of a yeah. I, don't, I used to buy it like once every five years or something. Same. Uh, so yeah, like that. Both Adobe and Microsoft have benefited from that model. Uh, but yeah, also they're dominating in the cloud. They're the number one PC maker or PC operating system still. People forget Microsoft's huge. Uh, but I, I call them, there's like, it's like the four horsemen of tech it's Amazon, Google, Microsoft, and Apple. Like that's, they're all very close to trillion dollar companies. Apple has more cash than all of them. Uh, but yeah, Microsoft is massive. And, uh, so yeah, that's what I mean. Like 
Microsoft, if they really wanted to, could buy Sony. And that would be it. <laughs> that would be the end of the console war. It would just be one console and then Stadia because Google had to do something stupid. Uh, yeah, Stadia. Of course, Nintendo would exist. I'm going to laugh yeah, if like, Stadia like, outlives the PlayStation and the Xbox. No, it, it, won't. it won't. I won't. There's, There's no, no way. chance of that happening. There's ab- I, I'll, I'll laugh if Stadia makes it to E3. Yeah. <laughs> Google gets bored easily and just shutters things. Oh, like they also have a CFO that hates losing money. Yeah. So it's like they they must have someone who convinces the CFO of taking these risks, but then there's someone else that's like, okay, this is clearly not working. We're shutting it down. It's like they they have a budget for shuttered projects each year, and they're like, okay, we're gonna shut this down by the end of the year because we want to take this loss against this gain. You know, it's all like. I think income mitigation or something, but yeah, Google's weird. Back when it was just Larry and Sergey uh, with Eric Schmidt, they spent like drunken sailors, and they were just buying everything under the sun, and they there was no accountability. But when Eric Schmidt stepped down and Larry became CEO, they brought on a proper CFO, and I believe she is not an idiot. She like saw how much money they had and like figured out a way to do proper balance sheet management but yeah they're they're all massive is my point and like it's not like amazon could spend the money to make twitch less shitty they could hire dedicated moderators like actual people they could pay money to to improve automod uh to expand it beyond just text in the chat to to make moderation about the content uh, but I just don't see them doing it because they don't care, you know. And that's 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 emblematic of a company that's been acquired. They got acquired for a billion dollars, and they're all just sitting there waiting to vest. That's what it feels like. So, in in a sense, Mixer is perfectly timing this attack. And Shack News, we're we're ready. If you want to pay us money, Mixer, we'll come to, we'll come stream over there. But we need some money. Just like Ninja. Yeah, in fact, just give us the exact same contract as Ninja. And we'd gladly move over there. But yeah, it's weird. Because we're a Twitch partner. You remember when that used to mean something like... Oh man, you know, I feel like it never really meant anything. Let me tell you. I could... It meant at least I had a sub button. Let me tell you, let me tell you how, how well they treat you after you're not doing well. <laughs> and you're trying to re- restart your channel and you need a little bit of help and you're trying to get some questions answered they're fucking useless they will never reply to you they will never return an email uh if you're not putting numbers up for them and you're a partner they don't give a fuck about you that's 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 my personal experience maybe that's just rhetorical evidence but if you're a small timer like you know you try you try getting a hold of them and see how you do it. And tell, tell me how that goes. <laughs> uh, I, I just, yeah. I just, oh, man. I, uh, Twitch, man. I, I helped, you know, I helped build a lot of what Twitch became just by streaming on it back in the day. I used to get, like, I used to get, like, 
tens of thousands of people watching my streams, you know, back when Twitch first started. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, it's like they won't they won't give me the time of day. And they don't even Maybe if you showed a little cleavage. Maybe, you know, if I showed a little cleavage, you're right. Obviously, maybe I should go to Mixer and just 18 plus that shit. Yeah. And maybe just like, you know, jiggle them a little bit for for creds or whatever jewels or I don't know what they have with Mixer butt plugs. I don't, I don't know. What do they give you for money there? Um, yeah, I think it's butt plugs. Yeah. I'm not I'm not sure. I think David's falling asleep. Oh no. Well that's good. Yeah, it's past his bedtime. Yeah, well I yeah, I Aspen and I are gonna try and find the coldest restaurant we can to go to get dinner. Maybe like a seafood restaurant? Like a lobster place? Oh, man. You know, I, I was thinking Fenton's because it's like an ice cream parlor that also serves food. Okay. But they're like yeah, going to sure. be full. It's going to be full of loud children, especially on a day like yeah. today. So I was trying to think of the coldest restaurant I could. Uh, I figure a seafood restaurant would be cold because you have to keep all that food cold. That's yeah. true. They did shut down my Spangers, though, was the seafood restaurant in Berkeley that my family would always go to. And it shut down a few years ago. I don't really know any good seafood places around here. I know some good mm. Chinese seafood places and like sushi spots, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I guess we should wrap we up. We can wrap though. up because I'm gonna have because then Blake could get get whatever he's gonna eat. Uh, you could go to sleep. Yeah, I'm because this couch has a narcoleptic effect. I'm gonna just, I just want to say, I'm gonna, I played the Blair, Blair Witch game. I'm gonna have some interview and gameplay of that going up next week. And nice. then I also played another game that I'm really excited to talk about that's coming to the Switch uh, that I can't talk about, but you'll see that on the site next week. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I haven't even talked to you about this yet. I'll talk to you about it after this. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and then, I don't know, uh, we're going on tour with Megaran, and I'm really freaking excited about this. Cartoon Violence, Productive Citizen, and Megaran. And Asif, have you put your stuff on Spotify or anything for people to find it yet? Yeah. Are you making yourself I'm more transparent? The, you mean the productive? You mean the new stuff? Yeah, can people Google that shit? No, I haven't uh, uploaded that. You gotta make yet. it so people can Google that shit. Yeah, I mean, it's a... I don't know. I'm working All on right. it. I, I want to get a cover made and stuff. So uh, what cover? You, oh, like an album cover? Yeah. I'll draw your album cover. What do you want? I basically want me walking on a catwalk with my briefcase above like a lab that's on fire. Above a laboratory? Or like a laboratory? Yeah, like a bunch or... of... Like laboratory. Because like, the first... If you, you know... If you go and you look at NXTC.5, it's a picture uh, from my first-person perspective of a man holding a briefcase, and in his other hand, he has some pills. And then it's like a laboratory. It's like a very kind of home-like brew kind of thing. So the idea is that the laboratory is bigger, but now it's on fire. I like it. All right. <laughs> I dig it. So, yeah, that would be the cover if you want to draw I'll it. I'll see what I can do. If not, yeah. I'm just going to go on Fiverr and have the guy who did the last cover do nice. it because he was great. Just, yeah. 
Maybe that would Fiverr school. But I need to do that. Okay. Um, I just I I'm I'm personally not happy with the recording that Blake thinks I should post everywhere. I um, like it a lot. If you think it needs a mixer and master, you just let me know. I honestly, it's there's some tracks on it that the vocals are fine. Uh, there's some tracks that I really think I could redo, nah. and it would sound. But better. you know, we also talked about like knowing as a musician when to just give up and like put stuff out because people. Yeah, because then know. again, it's like old. Yeah, I I recorded this. This was a demo that I recorded in 2015 to secure Green Velvet for the Shack Newsy 3. So you need to like put out this four-year-old album because people will still like it. And it'll be yeah, new it's to still them. Relevant. Yeah, it'll be new to whoever hasn't heard it, which is like everybody. So no, that's true. No, I mean some people have heard I it. I used to play if you're it. listening to this podcast, just pester Asif constantly until he puts out his album. Yeah. yeah. That's all I'm gonna say about it. We'll see, David. Yeah, I, know. I, I mean, I'm gonna be performing it in Japan. So yeah, if fun. you're in Japan, come come see us. We'll be announcing some yeah, tour dates see soon. Uh, yeah. Do you want to do the spiel and then I'll sing a song? Sure. Um, go to shacknews.com for interviews, reviews, news, previews, long reads. Got some long reads cooking. Two of them. Two in the fire. And one already out the door. Two out already out the door. Mm-hmm. Going, you're, you're, just, you're fucking, you're a machine. And you got Arcade Perfect coming out. I'm really yes. excited to read. Uh, oh yeah. And then we got guides on the site. We got two podcasts. We got three podcasts. We got the Cartridge Fam, which sometimes records. Uh, there's us. We're finally back, uh, just in time for Blake and I to leave for Japan. Uh, and then uh, nine to five Elon, which is our podcast about Tesla and electric vehicles and space and all those ridiculous things. So maybe you'll hear less about Tesla on the Shackcast now that I'm talking about it on another podcast. But I'm not against talking about Tesla on this podcast too, okay? Because it's different people. All right. So if there's something that I think we should talk about here about Tesla, I still will. Shackcast has never really had a format or rules, so. That's true. Uh, n- never will. Uh, so yeah, um, yeah. You can find us on YouTube, Shack News Games, because uh, guys sl- has Shack News slash Shack News is a jerk. Also, uh, Gamer Hub videos, because there was like fifty Gamer Hubs. It's really bad <laughs> SEO. That's why they bought Shack News. Um, yeah. So those are the YouTube places for us. Also at the uh, Tesla Fudge it has a YouTube channel too. If you want to see some of the stuff that Tony and Sara yeah, are doing with their out. Model Three, I'm, I'm excited to see this. I haven't watched it yet. So, uh, so yeah, they they drove across the country uh, in a Model Three. Uh, they documented it, and then they're yeah, they just they did another East Coast trip. They drove to uh, South Carolina and back last weekend, and they were using autopilot and all this stuff. So. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're loving their Model Three, and that's always exciting. Uh, yeah, and Hammersuit JB just got a Model Three, so we were talking to him about that nice. on that last episode. All right. Uh, so yeah, subscribe to all the podcasts across the podcast facilities. Rate us because it helps us show up, and you know, whatever. I, however, Apple curates their bullshit. Um, yeah. What else? Yeah, Twitch.tv. We're slash Shack News. Uh, you can give us Jeff Bezos's money once a month. You should probably do that. Give us your sub. Now that Ninja's gone, like what else are you gonna do with it? 
Uh, it's not like you're going to go to Mixer. Ha! Right? <laughs> well, I go to Mixer when Shaq um, News is right there. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, Shaq News also has our own subscription service called Mercury. starts at $1 a month. You can also pay us $10 a year if you feel like doing it. You get a special chatty emblem, which is our forum, Blake. I don't know if you heard of it. <laughs> and then, like... Uh, we have a forum, so then there's like, How, Is that new? Yes. It's actually a 23-year-old community that's been driving this So it's site. like one of those ancient uh, civilizations that's never made contact yeah, with outside. When I went back to the chatty in 2013 doing my due diligence, it was like I uncovered some sort of lost, lost. like Atlantis or something. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, my God, it's still here? And the like, manuscripts. They're still posting? They're still in time. I was, I was fascinated. I was like... Look at these engaged people communicating with each other with this archaic forum that no one has put any love into. They're still here. I was like, why are they still Such here? primitive creatures. It's so manly. It was amazing. But now I've become I've become I've come back to that community and it's been great. So I recommend hitting uh if you're not logged into the site, it'll say forum on the front front page. If you're logged in, it'll say chatty. Uh, but I recommend well, clicking on either of those buttons and uh, joining the conversation. There's all sorts of stuff. People are talking shit about the tacos I ate today. Because, well, you know, Ohio tacos are not as good as California tacos. But I was uh, really hungry. I hadn't eaten all day, so I ate some tacos. Yeah, maybe I'll go get some. What do you want Maybe I'll me? go get some California tacos and send, send, you, send you some pics. I guarantee you're not going to have proper air conditioning if you get some California tacos. It depends tacos. on which city in the area we go to. Yeah, yeah I guess that's it's accurate. like a, it's like a paler, the population gets the more likely the restaurants are to mm-hmm. have AC. So yeah, we're also on Twitter. It's uh, at David L. Craddock, at Prof Robot, yeah. right, and then at Techno Sucks, at Shack News, at Modojo website, and at Gamer Hub TV. Is it AM Gamer Hub TV? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why I told you to follow Modoja's website. <laughs> it really doesn't do anything anymore, but um, I own it. So I might, you know, when I got banned, I used the Modojo website to DM people because people were like trying to DM me and they couldn't. So I was like reaching out to them. I'm like, here you go. Well, you wow. can communicate with the Modojo account. Oh yeah, also <laughs> Stacy Powers, uh, the fake, uh, the fake author. Yeah. on that website you can follow her too on twitter <laughs> uh we're on facebook uh i never go there but i'm sure blake's there right I'm now not. instead of on my forum uh we're also on instagram uh shack news media because greg is weird you think uh we never post stories because we're not hip but i bet if we posted stories we would have way more engagement uh, i just don't want another thing that i have to manage so i'm not doing that we're not on tiktok because we're not pedos and uh snapchat's stupid so we're not there either. Uh, yeah. So that's. I think those are all the places to go to find our, our stuff, right? Yeah. I think that's everything. Mm-hmm. I think that's everything. Oh, yeah. If you're on the internet, which you probably are because you're listening to us through a series of tubes, say like you're, I don't know, on the chatty, our <laughs> forum, where there's a link to the article. It's like a headline, right? The hyperlink is the headline. It says, it says Shack News. Blake Morse posted the following article, right? Ice tea is in Borderlands 3. Click the link before just reacting to the headline. 
I know we have this lol script that's now integrated into the site, making it super easy to interact with posts. But still, click the link. It actually helps Blake because it gives him that extra page view, makes him look good on analytics. And it's actually how you become a more informed reader and share of information. If Blake just says ice teas in the game, it might not be true. But Blake, being a good journalist, is like, hey, ice teas in this motherfucking game, and I got video showing you it right here. If you just react to the headline and chatty, you're not going to watch the video. You're not going to become an informed uh, sharer of information or even react uh, to the information properly. So actually click and read links to articles right. on social media platforms. You got to click through the link. IT would never just take the headline at face value because he's a detective. No, because then when you, when you take a headline at face value and let's say it confirms one of your bias and then you just go ahead and share it, you, you run the risk of sharing fake news, which is a huge problem these days. So, so just click the damn link. Nine times out of ten when I click the damn link, I end up commenting on my friend's post about how it's a totally misleading bullshit headline and it's nowhere near what they say in the article. And you're probably doing it on Facebook. They are. They are doing it on Facebook. I have friends on Facebook. Yep. That is the misinformation superhighway. For reals. It really is. It's quite ridiculous. <laughs> That's what we'll call this episode. The misinformation superhighway. I'm going I'm I'm going with public access Patreon. Public uh, yeah, public access Patreon. That's good. We'll go with yeah. that. Uh but yeah. Uh, so yeah, is it ready? Twitch, you didn't hear this episode, no. so you're not gonna hear me calling you out. So whatever, you're still not gonna do. I anything. mean, we weren't we weren't uh, streaming murder porn on Ninja's channel, so they're not gonna see it. No. Yeah, good good for good for them. You know, yeah, they they made a lot of money when they got acquired, All right. and now they're just well, blowing Aspen's down. walking up the stairs right now. Okay, so that's it. Um, you you got a song ready? Oh. So I'll, I'll wrap it up just telling everyone to, uh, yeah, thanks for listening if you made it all this way, even you, Wickus. And uh, go out there and do it for Shack News. Well, it's sleepy time for David. He's a sleepy little lad. And it's time for him to go home and dream of being bad. Yeah, he's gonna dream about breaking windows and smashing up some cars. He's gonna dream about drinking alcohol and smoking big cigars. Yes, he's gonna dream about having an attitude and cutting people he don't like. But most of all, David's gonna dream about wishing he was actually Lola's best friend like me. That's not even about the shack. It's cast. about sleepy time for David. It's a song. You want one about? I don't All like right. that song. Well, it's a shack cast. I hope you had a blast. <laughs> and if you don't like my song, you can kiss my ass. I'm fucking radical. I get stupid with it. And like Short said, let Bruce Bruce hit it. I'm like juicy because I'm flawless. I'm like uh, another thing because I'm lawless. Juicy lawless. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> I thought you heard about it, because it's the Shack Chat, and then the Shack Cast, and I'm giving everyone a heart attack. There's someone at my door, so I'm going to go now. Hope you had a good time. Talk to you later. Ciao. <laughs> okay. That's it. That's, That's it. it. Okay.
Bye. Bye.